Whoa! Hello, welcome to this episode of Dragons and Dreadforts. That's probably the earliest you've ever come in. Now on NPR. You usually let it like <laughs> yeah. fade out a bit. I and changed it up this week to nice. throw you off a little bit. It did. It worked. Woo! <laughs> we are the ultimate Game of Thrones companion podcast. We are. Which is exciting for a lot of reasons. One, because Game of Thrones is great. But two, we, whether you knew it or not, are preparing you. For the House of the Dragon, oh, which is premiering in August, so make sure you get your rewatch in. Hopefully, you're following along with this podcast and the television show that we talk about. If you just listen to this podcast, for, for Keith, that's <laughs> a little weird. Um, no, it's not. It is a little bit. No, do you? Do you, boo boo? No, it's weird. He, the people are here for Lydia and Keith, and that, and that's right. Sure, and they, they like Game of Thrones, so why don't you just <laughs> do something that they like? I think we should have a, a rule that we just don't make fun of our listeners. I'm not making fun of anybody. I agree. No, you can't agree with that. <laughs> I agree You shut now. your mouth. No, Nick is our cautionary tale. Right. Look what happened. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying it's a little weird. Being friends with me is less of a time commitment than watching Game of Thrones. Being friends so. with you is no time commitment. We're friends, and we well, yeah. it's like we it's like four hours we're a different week. kind of friends. The only time that we spend together is in this room uh-huh. for this very thing that we're yeah. doing right now. Yeah, I don't love that. <laughs> I was about to say that's not really how it is with most of my friends. But. Oh, great! That makes you feel good. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel I feel like four hours a week is pretty good. No, honestly, yes, I actually do see you all more than I see yeah. most of my friends. <laughs> yeah, fuck those other friends. That's right. Um, and if you're listening, thanks for listening. We love you. I'm gonna give a disclosure. Ooh, my um, allergy sinuses. Everything is pretty, pretty rough right now. So same. I'm. I might struggle through this. I can already feel like the hurt in my in my nose, in my throat, in my voice. Mm. So I apologize in advance for what that might may turn into later. I have a fanny pack full of lozenges if you need any. Thank Ooh. you. I'm hoping this tea helps. Is that um, in here? It's out there. That's okay. She sneaks away sometimes anyway. That's true. Smoke breaks. Smoke breaks. You can (laughs) can smoke in here. here. It's fine. Um, We'll just open the window. So if it's cigarettes, it at least gets that smell mostly out. Perfect. Um, If it's anything else, feel free. Smoke (laughs) it up. Keith. Hi. Put down your cigarette. (laughs) Fine. Okay. How are you? I'm all right. All right. I'm not feeling the best, but. You feel bad too. I do. Okay, great. How do you feel? I feel good, but I have some sorries to say. Oh, let's hear them. Yeah. I'm waiting for... Welcome to the Apology Corner. One especially. Me too. I'm You too? I don't know if... Okay, I'm just going to let you know now. You're not included here. But please tell me. me personally. You guys just conflated, you know, rape and fucking a lot last episode. We did. Hold on. That was actually in there. That wasn't necessarily for you. It was both of you. I'm not sure what conflated means, but... (laughs) I can make a guess. Yeah, but contextually. What, in what in what way did I do that? We were talking about this. This I'll make this number one. Okay. We no, no, talking, no. You have another one to make number one. You're not number one. Just so you know, we're we were talking about this. Cersei and Jamie 
Yes. Fucking. Yep. On Joffrey's dead body. I don't support it. We we were then reminded by our sweet Lydia that <laughs> our sweet rape reminder Lydia. Sweet. <laughs> Ew. Duck raping Lydia. Whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> no, okay, no. Duck, <laughs> duck raping. No. Knowledge. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, duck raper Lydia. <laughs> she rapes ducks with knowledge. <laughs> smart, only smart ducks. Um, so we were just, we kept saying they fucked, they fucked, they fucked. But really, she was raped. And that's not cool. Um, so I'm sorry to the entire female race. Uh, woman race. It's fine. What does that sound? Your mic. Your stand? hands on the mic. There was like a sound like something was rolling, 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 rolling. Anyway, um, what? Um, nice. I feel like Did I wait? didn't. Could you wait? Know that that was a thing that was happening. We did say that a couple so times. So I'm sorry. Um. So yes, we are very sorry. I didn't that. mean to call that less than it was. <laughs> Thank okay. you for pointing it out. You're welcome. Nick, what else you got? Okay, number two. Rape I is am, horrible all the time in any circumstance. Including ducks. Um, especially ducks. Especially ducks. True. So Lydia. number two, I was very forthcoming with some details about my wife that <laughs> um, she didn't, you know. She didn't appreciate that? Not that she didn't appreciate, but she didn't agree to ahead of time. Mm. And for that, I am sorry. I did get asked about that the next day, by the way. By whom? By her. Oh, that's because I told her, I was like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> yeah, and then she asked me, what did he say? And I was like, honestly, I don't really remember, but you're not going to love it. <laughs> um, did she love it? She actually hasn't listened to last <laughs> week's episode yet because she didn't watch the episode uh. until, I think, yesterday. So she's, I'm probably going to get a text right now that's like, you said what? Yeah, she's uh, going to be pissed. But... Anyways, no, I am sorry for... Well, luckily, we're just reminding her a week later. Yeah. If you haven't texted Nick yet, now's the time. Sometimes yeah. I feel like in my male mind that I I was more a part of that experience than I actually was because I was there. And so, I, so it makes me think that I can share the details because it was my experience. But in reality... It was her experience. All you were doing was, quote, holding the haunches. Yeah, thank you for that, Keith. <laughs> a, was, a haunch. One, 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 one holding, holding both. Haunch. I got them both. One haunch, um, by the way. And no, by the way, I'll give the details of mine as often as I want. Your birth specific? Yeah, well, but, I asked well, about whatever that, I you were like, you were like, nah, I don't want, you know, whatever. Anyways. I just said as often as he wants. Right. It was not, not as often he as wants. you want. I asked you a question. You didn't have to answer it. But um, which leads me. To my third and yes. final apology. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to Keith. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you fucking... I'm, I am very sorry to Justin for just rolling over him before anything ever got started on the podcast and calling... Inadvertently calling No, you this is a fake-ass apology. No, I... Apologize to me real. I'm saying I inadvertently did, but did all the same. Call you dumb. And you're not dumb. You're just not as smart as them. <laughs> God, we're so close. We don't know what conflated means. She obviously knows what conflated. No, I really it. wanted you I to know. say conflated again in that apology because yeah. you could have done it. <laughs> I, who's to know if I could? I could. I don't know. The I smart people in the room. We knew <laughs> we, where that could have fit. Put yourself in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put knew. myself in your corner. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm sorry for that, but um, he got really smart when he was under the water in that bucket. <laughs> yeah, my brain got big. <laughs> Or something. It learned how to live without oxygen for <laughs> yeah. a little bit. So, now all right. So that's it. 
Anything from your corners? Um, I don't think so. Keith, you doing all right? Uh, yeah. That's a. I mean, I don't feel that's great. A big old lie, but it's. Just, I mean, I feel fine. Like I'm fine. I don't. My sinus and allergy stuff has been mm. bothering me this week. Anxiety um, a little bit less, or the same. It's not more. about the same. It's not more though, is it? Uh, well, it was, and then it wasn't. So, like, I okay. talked about my car. Right. So on Tuesday, uh, which as when we record this was yesterday, mm. um, the. The, the car seemed to be like worse, but then today it seemed better. Oh, it's getting better. It's fixing itself. So like, yeah. wow, it was worse yesterday. And then I woke up today to get in my car to drive to work. And I was like, oh, my God, because several months ago when it when it transitioned the first time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for carrying that on. I was uh, the, the 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 moment where I knew I had to like get it fixed immediately. I was on the turnpike taking my kids to drop them off at their mom's house on my way to work one morning. Mm. And the car just went out of gear. I'm going 70 on the turnpike and it just, the accelerator was down and nothing happening. That's when I knew, oh shit. Now the problem that like the problems leading up to it, it was more significant than what it is right now. Mm. But, um, it totally just went out of gear. I'm driving. I've got kids in the car. I'm on my way to drop them off and then go to work. Like it was the worst timing. Um, so this morning on my way to work, I was like, this is going to, it's going to happen again. Like I'm going to end up having to call him and call Nick. Hey, I hope you haven't passed me yet. Can you <laughs> stop when you see me and take me to work? Hi. Um, <laughs> so, but it was, it was better. Like it wasn't doing the same weird stuff that it was yesterday. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe right. it was out of place and the rattling like rattled its way back in. You know? I hope so. Like, you know, I don't know. On Monday. I don't know how engines work. Um, Maybe like that. Monday morning, I take the kids and drop them off at her house. And on, and so like I, don't feed them like a full breakfast Monday mornings because we have to leave our house at seven and I have to like get everybody ready and get myself ready. And cause I go straight from dropping them off to work. Right. So I always try to give them some kind of like food, something. So I made smoothies on Sunday night and then had them ready in the fridge. And so they had smoothies in the car. Well, Monday on my way home, there was this like weird rattle. It sounded like something, some metal was loose under the car somewhere. One of your children put a smoothie in the car? Well, they had their their cups in the car. Right. I'm pretty sure, because I haven't heard it since, I'm pretty sure that it was, because I I have like reusable straws, like the metal ones. Mm -hmm. I think that it was one of those rattling against the inside of the metal cup. Mm. Freaking me out, because I was like, oh my God, something's loose. Holy shit. But then I like, when I got home from work, took the cups out of the car and then I haven't heard it since. I was in my mind picturing Oliver uh, popping the hood and right. shoving Just his shoving his cup his into, into the, the engine. engine. No, it would be Stella. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Stella Stella's the one who like is chaotic. She's in, so fun though and so sweet. In like an anarchist type way. <laughs> right. Like if I end up getting a phone call about one of my kids having burned something down one day, it will one hundred percent be Stella. 
Stella! No chance it's my boys. It's going to be her. Nobody? Mm. Ouch. What? There was no no comments about my godfather Never reenactment. I haven't either, but I've seen that scene. <laughs> <laughs> How do you yeah. even know it's actually in the movie? Are we zero for seen four the on Godfather in here? Uh, I guess. Have you seen I've Godfather? seen the Godfather. No. And the Godfather too. All right. Good? Not good? You always ruin that for us, Justin, with having seen everything. I've seen a lot of stuff. Um, the Godfather movies, the Godfather movies are good. They are not what people expect them to be. People expect the Godfather movies typically, when I hear people talk about them, to be more Scarface mm. and less like um, American Gangster. American Gangster is a lot slower, a yeah. lot more story driven. Way less action. There's moments whereas Scarface is like it's action throughout the whole movie. You've got the Miami scene where they're like they've well you've even before that you've got the scene where they kill the you have you seen Scarface? Mm-mm. You haven't seen Scarface? No. That's shocking and something that we're gonna remedy quickly. Okay. It's a great movie. You should have come. Uh, I just watched it with him with Cody for the first time like a month ago. Yeah, I guess my phone's not working. I don't know. He had never seen it. You know, my texts are been, have been spotty, so. <laughs> Nick, what was your word? You know today? I have friends other than Four. you, right? Yeah, I do. I'm just jealous. <laughs> I don't like them as much as you. There you go. Do you have friends other than Justin? Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I included Justin in that in that friend group, just like he's included me in that one. So. Great. Tit yep. for tat. You haven't invited Justin on any of your podcasts. You gave me your tit. I gave you my tat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No one saw it. No one could see that in the recording. (laughs) But we We saw it. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. I I mean, I would like to see Scarface. I would also like to see Godfather. Didn't Godfather win Best Picture? I I think so. I think the second one's better. Hmm. Um, We're going to get a lot of voicemails on that. But uh, not anymore because the lines is disconnected. Yeah, so fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. If you want to call, call Justin directly. <laughs> call Justin directly. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Or you can just at him on Instagram. Can slide you can in, slide into those you can, DMs. You'll they'll never get read. Slide into. <laughs> Let's his see DMs. how many I got right now. You Why is Ryan Harp up. texting me at nine thirty at night? Um, it's probably something stupid. Uh, Eighteen. 18 wow. unread. That's wow. not that bad. What if you just read them now live on the yeah. air? <laughs> no, Let's hear them. I want to see what Ryan said, though. They're probably just people tagging you and stuff. I know what he's doing. Ooh. That sounds dirty. Thinking about <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's nice. Just, just for Nick. He said, yeah, yeah. is this our file? And then you click on it, and it's like an AR puts a dick on puts your face. Puts a dick in your face. And then uh, earlier this week... Friends. <laughs> wow. This uh, is why we're the dumb side. Earlier this week, another agent on our team uh, sent me... It's this... It's got the Chris Rock... Uh, Will, oh, yeah. Uh, the slap. Yeah. And the headline says, Breaking LAPD arrest Will Smith despite Chris Rock declining to press charges. He said in his own text, IDK your personal opinion on real or fake but on this, but... And when you click on it, Here's what it goes to. I'm not showing you people. Is it yeah, the, I've seen it. The, it's a big guy with a big dick. Yep. Yeah. So you click on it. Oh, never gets old. I'm not no, aware of that, but I'm not. fine not it's, being aware of it's it. It's fine. Well, people, if your friend group doesn't send you that, then lucky you. Have you ever seen a dick the size of the bottom half of my leg? 
I don't believe I have. Well, that's, he can remedy that that's for you. I have right a, a story to tell you off of this podcast. <laughs> you don't want to tell it on the podcast? <laughs> Not really. Perfect. I can't wait for can this Can we one. just hit pause? Because I've got to hear this story right we can, now. We can always cut this out. Okay, so 35. 35 minutes. 35, 30. I trust you. I'm 35, 30. Lydia. 35, 30. Well, that was worth it. Um, thanks for that was a good story. Sharing. Yeah, that is that a, where you're going to pick this up? It's a giant dick. Well, that was worth it. Anyways, back to Game of Thrones. 100%. Perfect. So... We are 43 minutes into the recording. And we have not talked about Game of Thrones. Zero yet. seconds of Game of Thrones. <laughs> You're so, welcome. Let's jump in to season five, episode two, The House of Black and White. It was released on April 19th, 2015. It was written by Our Lord and Savior's D&D <laughs> and directed by Michael Slovis. Slovis? What do we say? Uh, Slovis. I say Slovis. Slovis it is. It sounds cooler. Did he direct the last one too? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we open with Arya approaches the coast in the boat she boarded in the season four finale. The Titan of Bravos looms over the ship and go. <laughs> oh, sorry. oh, I really hope one day we learn why that sword is broken. Maybe you will. Maybe. Who really even knows? Well, Nick does. I don't. I don't know. Why I might it's know. I've seen the show. I know, but I mean, I know Nick does. But I don't. He's supposed to be the expert witness. Nick. We figured uh, out that that's not totally true. Okay. Nick's not in as smart past, as he wants us to think. In the past four seasons, we figured out that that's not the case. Not quite. Also have loose lips. They sink they ships. They sink ships. Yep. Um, so, yes. Ari on the ship. Uh, and the captain is taking her in the, after the, you know, big ship, in the little dinker. Which, over like, to. That's huh? pretty a big deal. What if the captain of the ship is rowing you in? Yeah, I think that it it fits that whole like whatever that coin is. Oh yeah, I think that there's a deep respect in Bravos, obviously for the group that connects. Whatever mm-hmm. you know, he saw that and instantly was like, "Yes, like you got it." Whatever, cabin, let's go. Um, so yeah, it you're right. It is a big deal. Um, and I think this like reinforces that that whatever is happening, like this is significant. Um. The how the building that they're sailing towards is on an island, which is pretty cool. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm assuming that it was probably there, but for them to construct that, it's a really cool looking building. I think. Yeah. Um, it's got a black and white door. It does. Yeah, I was wrong about what the black and white thing was. Yeah, you weren't like totally spot on, which yep. makes me happy. You <laughs> you aren't always correct. It's true. Now. I don't think anyone could ever have guessed that's what that was going no. to be. The annoying thing is it's usually like little things that you get wrong and it's the big stuff you get right. Well, the house of black and white is like just a little too on the nose for you to get it right. It's like it's right. the house of black and white. It's, a, it's, a <laughs> it's what it is. big monolithic building with a black and white door. Yep. And it looks like a black and white cookie. Right. And I guess the door. Jockin was a black man and then a white man. That's true. Yep. yep. True. We, we get another black actor. I've never had a black and white cookie. A blackter? You never had a black and white cookie? Uh, Why? Do you like chocolate? Uh, yeah. Like vanilla? Yeah. Black and white cookie? Yeah, both. <laughs> you seen you seen the Seinfeld scene? Look to the cookie, Elaine. Yeah. He's like talking about like race relations in the nineties and saying like this is what we need to be like. You got chocolate this side, what vanilla this side, they go together great. Like what what's our problem? Everyone just needs to look to the cookie. I know what they look Seinfeld. like. I've seen lots of them. I maybe have even been in the same vicinity as them. <laughs> I just have never... You've been near a cookie. Had right. one. I've never had one either. They don't... 
Okay, next week I'm gonna bring. <laughs> I'm gonna come with some black and white cookies. Please, somebody do. remind me. Almost guaranteed. Shit, you won't. that's tomorrow. <laughs> that is tomorrow. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. All right, quick turnaround. We know what you're doing tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Um, about black baking and white us black and white cookies. Do we want to take bets for if this happens? Or I'm not? gonna let you know. Just the personality that I am. If you bet against me bringing you black and white cookies, you will do it out of spite. I will do it out of spite. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so doesn't if want you to don't bet? take bets, I probably won't bring. Them. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like I kind of want one. I kind of want one too. Yeah, so I'm going to take the hit on this, and I'm going to bet he won't do it. Keith bets a cookie for the next recording that Nick won't bring cookies True. for in the next recording. Right there, if, you go. <laughs> if Nick doesn't bring a cookie, he has to bring a cookie. But if he does, he's good. Well, Intamin's sells like like a a box of black and white cookies, so it works out. I don't know if that's Intamin. how I want my first yeah, experience. Prepackaged. Come on, man, go to a bakery. Holy, what the fuck, guys! <laughs> You're gonna give him his. So first I gotta find experience? a bakery in Orlando that sells black and white cookies. Go there, buy them, bring them tomorrow night. Yeah, what I gotta do. It's simple enough. What yes, do you gotta yes, do tomorrow? What's, What's on your what calendar? Do Watch golf. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do have. I have work to do. I'm just gonna be watching golf while I do it. Why shut the fuck up? You just said it's you are Tiger going Woods to be... coming back for the Masters. Well, yeah, put your golf on your car. Let your car drive you to a bakery. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. You've talked deal. so much about watching things. While you your attacked. Car have, uh, you attacked me, but I. You just acknowledged that you're doing the exact same thing that I said you would be doing, right? Are you going to watch golf tomorrow? Yes, yes. or no? Okay. I'm also going to work. So fuck Are you going to buy us cookies tomorrow? Apparently yes or no? buy, <laughs> I, buy I, I, I guarantee cookies. that there's a bakery not yeah. far from our office yeah, that sells it. them. I'll find it. Are you going to the office tomorrow? Yes. I go yeah, to the office every day. He's going to work. I wasn't saying you're not going to work. I mean, I, just, I don't know if he works in the office or if he, he does. works at home. Or he's in the office more than a lot of Showing some agents. houses. It's because he's responsible. No, it's because the office is fun. I can drink there. I can play pool. I can work he can't do those things at home right i can drink at home he doesn't have a pool table well not at 10 a.m you can't Eh. (laughs) it'd be frowned upon sure who would frown upon it it's not fun to drink at home at 8 a.m by yourself (laughs) or 10 a.m or 8 (laughs) a.m when he said that i just had a thought what's that the person who would frown on you for drinking at 10 a.m will be at the office (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) she won't know um she'll know in two weeks Yeah, when true. she catches up to this podcast. So they row up to the house of black and white. Aria asks, she knocks on the door. Yep. And awaits the new character, the new actor. I don't know his name. Uh, He's in here as old man. Old man. Perfect. Mm. So old man uh, answers the door and she says she's looking for Jock and Agar. There's nobody here by that name, which I thought was interesting. What I yeah. found interesting was he was she said Valor Magulis and handed him the handed him the uh, coin. He didn't say Valor to hire us back, which was interesting because that's a very that's what you say back to Valor Magulis. So, anyways, he's above her uh, little rules that she's made up in her head. That well, she those thinks, are like the, the rules of Bravos. Yeah, but if the person who you're supposed to give that to doesn't abide by it, then is it really the rules? Yes. Apparently not. So you're saying still if, the rules. if I go 70 and a 40, is it still a rule to go 40? Not if the people who made the rules actually didn't make the rule and it's just made up by people. Aren't they all made up by people? But I'm saying I mean, some of them are made up by God, if the people in the house of black and white <laughs> never actually started that 
call and response. Oh, that's what you're saying. And it was just like random provosies throughout the world started it. And they never like had anything to do with that creation. Mm -hmm. Then is that really what you're supposed to do? Right. Or is it just something that people did for no real reason? If any of any of y'all say, and when I say y'all, I mean you guys in this room and any listeners. If you walk up to me on the street and you say Valor Magulis, I will say Valor to Hyrus. <laughs> but you're to. not a part of the House of Black and White. Will you then take them somewhere? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you show me a, a Bravosi coin and say Valor Magulis, I will. I'll get you a cabin, <laughs> and we'll go to the House of Black and White. <laughs> I'm gonna pay somebody to do this. <laughs> on your let's go. Trip. You'll get a cabin. I'm going to, um, exactly. We're going to be at some bar and I'm going to pay a random stranger. I'm going to find a replica coin. Sounds like a delightful Savannah time. It sounds <laughs> like a lot of work, but more work than the it. black and white cookies. It is. Yeah. Uh, but I've got time to prepare. You've got 24 hours, <laughs> less than that. 22 hour turnaround. Mm, okay. You can do it. Um, or, so, or he can't, or he can't. I don't think he can do it. <laughs> what did you think about, uh, the jock and piece. How there's no one here by that name. Um, I kind of was like, well, yeah, that's probably not his name, or at least he's not going to go by that. It's a fake name. Mm-hmm. I would have thought he'd go with like John or Fred. Jesus, Duncan. first fake name. Dun- Duncan could have been Duncan. Kevin, which for is spelled with name. an A. I learned Kevon mm. when I was watching the. Hey, I wonder captain. if my dad's name is spelled with an A. Kevon. Kevon. Or if it's Maybe. I, like a stupid... It's Let's call I, your mom right now. Leslie. It's an I with a heart above Leslie, I haven't talked to you in a year and a half. Hey, Siri. Quick question. Oh, Kevin's my God, name? Justin. I'm so glad to hear from you. Actually, I was just calling. What's... uh? How do you spell Kevin's name? <laughs> that would destroy her. All right, thanks. Yeah, bye. That's true. <laughs> don't do that. I kind of want to do it. Nope. Let's do it. No, don't do it. I'll put her on the board. So, uh, no. So, Aria says, whoa, what are you... Are you really doing this? Are you, don't do this. Don't do it. Why? Because it's going to be terrible. <laughs> you know what funny it It's going to be terrible. It's going to be Please terrible, and you're going to make all of us live through yeah, the terribleness. Yeah, I don't, I don't want this. I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> that would be golden content, my friend. No, this is, Those are the kinds of things that find their way onto the internet and go viral. I it's say do it if you want to do Moments it, like that. Some of no. us can't call our parents, Justin. <laughs> well, I can't call my dad. Right. I mean, maybe you could. Well, if I call Leslie, I could. I guess that's maybe true. Maybe she could put me in touch Ooh, with him. Actually, you could just call Scott. Let's call Scott and ask him. I would rather you like that. Yeah, see? Okay, there you go. That's the correct response. <laughs> Let's not do it. See? But Leslie, I'll call. God. You're no fun. I just want you to know. I don't want to be a part of your mom answering the phone and being literally heartbroken by this. It's her fault. I'm not saying it's not her fault. I'm just saying we don't have to do this. We don't have to twist the knife. We could just let it sit in there. Fine. <laughs> I don't support the decision made on this show right now. I just want you. Well, to fucking hey, man, call her. I don't it's care. It's too late. I already sat back I'm in my chair. My, I'm taking my headphones off. I won't hear any of it. You'll hear all of it. All right. So, Aria says, <laughs> I wasn't actually going to call her. <laughs> okay, good. You you but, were looking like you were about to. <laughs> That's you were because, clicking buttons and shit. Yeah, but I never got even close enough. I never even got the phone paired. Good, good. It's just funny to watch. I more was interested to see if either of them would react at all. They either didn't. Them? No reaction. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last week too. I know, but that was pretty extreme, I thought. And you guys were just like, fuck it. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so what I've learned with Justin is he's either going to do it or he's not going to do it. And I don't really have that much uh, sway. 
That's pretty true. Actions. So that's pretty true. Hang on and let's go. <laughs> I wouldn't make you guys do that. I don't want to talk to her, so I don't. It wouldn't be fun. Perfect. Arya says, <laughs> "Please, I crossed the narrow sea. I have nowhere else to go." And his response back, the old yep. man's response back, everywhere, everywhere else is the best response. I loved that. So good. You have everywhere else to go, which is true. You can go anywhere else except, except here. here. <laughs> which so I thought good. was good. Uh, and the door shuts in her face. Um, which honestly was kind of depressing because then she goes into her whole like she's sitting there sulking and just saying the name. Mm-hmm. And the name is the the list is shorter. Yeah, the list is different. Uh Cersei, Walder Frey, Marin Trant, and the Mountain. I forgot the Mountain. The Mountain came before Marin Trant, but um the list has trimmed itself quite a bit. Yep. Which she is, also trimmed it. She trimmed it a well, little she bit. She has, yeah. So the hound is gone. That uh, maybe. Joffrey's gone. Mm-hmm. Who else was on there? Uh Polliver, right? Polliver got <laughs> Polliver died. Illin Payne. Illin Payne is still he's I think he's still around. He was on the list originally. Right, he was, but yeah, so he's, he's not now. Yeah. For whatever reason. So those are the four we have. Maybe there's some time jumps and we missed the rest of them. I guess. We got three more seasons, Aria. Better hurry up. Yep. Yeah. Got four to go. The good news is the mountain is not in great condition right now. Walter Frey's old as shit. And Marin Trent and Cersei are together. So like Taking down at one time. A trip to and and the mountain, whatever is left of him, is there too. So a trip to King's Landing could solve all her issues. Okay. So she's off to King's Landing. She throws a coin in the harbor and she's off to King's Landing. Is that what you're saying? I would like to see that. I think that'd be a fun what do you think? I don't think she's ready for it yet. I want to see it eventually. Yeah. But I don't think she's ready for it yet. She's really good at killing pigeons though. She is good at killing pigeons. Got his head. I don't know how hard it is yeah. to kill pigeons, but I mean, she's I, good at it. I would imagine they're pretty flighty. That one seemed pretty not. Maybe someone had clipped its, its wings. Its head got cut off. Yeah, I f- just feel like anytime I've been like in a park or something, and there's been like pigeons, they fly away before I get that close. Mm. You know, yep. or like waddle away. Unless that was trying to show like she's getting better at. Being stealthy or whatever. Yeah, because uh, when she was tr- uh, doing her water dancing lessons with um, Cyril Pharrell, he was trainer training her like a cat. Remember, mm-hmm. she had to like be light footed, and mm-hmm. um, so it could be a little bit of that. She caught a pigeon in King's Landing too, like when she was sort yep. of like the homeless kid or whatever. She caught a pigeon, tried to sell him to a banker, didn't work. Then she just stole from him. Yep. And then her dad got his head cut off. That did happen. Yep. Um, that took a turn. Yeah. Like so the head. So no longer do. Are pigeons as rapey as ducks? Um, I'm not as familiar with pigeons. Okay. I don't know. She's not there in the dictionary reader. We'll Can you out. ask Siri that question? <laughs> I'll come with a fun pigeon fact tomorrow, maybe, if I remember. Okay. Black and white cookies? <laughs> pigeon facts. Pigeon facts? Pigeon sex fact, if you don't mind. <laughs> Just okay. to be clear. Okay, okay, okay. Um, then we go to Sansa and Littlefinger. Uh, and this was the moment when I realized where they were going. I know last week I said, I have no idea where they're going. I now know where they're going. I was wondering if you actually had no idea. I actually could not remember. Mm. I knew, I knew that this was coming eventually. Like, but I, I now like, I, I couldn't remember the next steps that they had. Um, 
I can remember. Say it or you just remember now? I just remember. Like it was just it was just seeing where they were and and I think the scene with Brienne and Podrick, like it just sparked it in my brain or something. I don't yeah. really know how my brain works. Yeah, first we see Podrick and Brienne coming into this inn or tavern or something along those lines. And they're eating. And Podrick's making eyes with the wait waitress. Hell yeah, he is. He hasn't had it in a while. And he knows he's got it. Got to be. And he knows he can't get share. it from Brienne. Right, not going to happen. Um, and that's when he sees Sansa and Littlefinger kind of across the way. Um, it was perfect timing because Sansa was like, "Sure, I'll have more wine," which he's never said before, and like leans her face out from the booth that they were sitting in. Well, in the conversation that they were having as the waitress comes up to them was about Littlefinger talked about a marriage for his marriage proposal. Yeah, has been accepted. So. That doesn't give us any clarity, but it's good to know that, like, oh, great. I guess he's getting married. Keith, Hi. Who's, who's he marrying? Sansa. He's marrying Sansa? Sure, why not? That's what he really wants. So the pit, so, pigeon. So what so marriage the, proposal has been accepted then? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, so the raven it came back and said that, that marriage proposal has been accepted. You think he sent that to somebody else to ask <laughs> if he could marry Sansa? Or what do you why why, or are you just saying this to get out of this? Uh, it's not really that one. It's more that's. I feel like that's his final goal at some point. Okay, maybe it's not this one because I too was having the thought like I don't know who you would send that request to, but I also don't know who he would be asking. If it was for Sansa. No, if it was for like who he would be asking or who he would want to be marrying. Oh, oh, that could be characters we haven't met yet. Right. Because there's a lot. I mean, there's still we got introduced briefly to a new character uh, in in just like talking about the Liana Mormont. We got we heard about her in this episode and mm-hmm. we, we haven't met her yet, but we know that she exists some 10 year old somewhere in the world. And based on her mm-hmm. Raven response, she's a badass. Yeah. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, so you don't really have any actual guesses? No, other than, like, I think Sansa is a real guess, but not at this moment in time. Okay. Uh, I think that conversation is also the first time in the series that we get dark wings, dark words. Dark wings, um, dark. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Is that the first time? I believe it is, because she says it like we haven't heard it before. She said that her mom used to say dark wings, dark words. Wasn't that the name of an episode, I feel like? I thought we talked. I think about it was. It, it possibly did, was. But did Catelyn not talk about it way back when? I don't. Think I thought. So. I thought we did hear it. It's such a recurring theme in in the books. Can one like of you any, look it up? Anytime, because I think we heard it uh, from. I think we heard it from Cat. The well, big dick is on my phone. The first thing. <laughs> uh, anytime, Siri gotcha. knows, knows what you want to see. Um. <laughs> uh, so it, yeah, anytime in the books that like a raven comes to one of the Starks or you know somewhere around them, that's the it's like this like thought bubble that happens where mm-hmm. they think dark wings, dark words, dark wing duck. Yeah, are you ever gonna not do that? No, it's okay. really funny. Well, that's cool. Um, Everyone loves the joke. I I thought that this was the first time, but we're getting a Google over here. All right, so so we found out. What that did we find out? It was referenced one other time in the uh, in the series, and it was referenced by Catelyn, which is who Sansa is referencing here. So, again, in the I just I find it 
it's nice when they take those recurring themes from the book and they give you at least some of it in the show. Yeah. Because those those are things like the Tyrion where do where do whores go? Um, it it they're things that really get let you know who these characters are, what they're thinking, how they feel, like what their background and how their background is shaping the way that they see things now. Um, so Sansa clearly has held on to that and says, you know, anytime she sees a raven, she thinks dark wings, dark words. Yeah. Which is good. Um, so they're having that conversation. Then, uh, then, uh, pot and Brienne, that's when he notices her and tells Brienne, don't turn around. Don't look now. But. Why do we have to tell people that in, in life? Like, that's the same thing happens every time you're like, oh, that's so and so. And then everyone at the table just, huh? <laughs> like, okay, let's it's take It's just turns. a natural instinct. Because I want to know. I want to see him too. But, I want to know. Ooh, okay. Brienne's yeah. never seen Sansa. Right. It's she just, wants to see it, what she looks it like. It seems like the, the, the cooler head would be, okay, okay, she's back there. Tell me what you're seeing, Pod. <laughs> the cooler head. Yeah. Does she seem like I, the cooler head? No. Yeah. Um the the back and forth with Pod and Brienne is always is always fun too. Uh, here she kind of gets she's like, "Okay, what what's going on?" Like, what he says, "Oh, there's a bunch of guards." I'm like, oh, but what's a bunch mean?" Is it 5? Is it 10? <laughs> uh 10, I ten, think. Eight, maybe 10. <laughs> Fucking count. Jesus. Yeah. Like she did kind I mean, I agree with you. She did kind of like freak out. It feels like you could have been Played a little cool. more chill about it. Um. Then she then is the confrontation where she's just gonna walk straight up to him. <laughs> what? Uh, Keith shared a TikTok in our group text. Right now, <laughs> you were playing Star Wars <laughs> on the last episode. You have no words. I mean, I'm not, I'm not watching it. I just found it. I'll play Star Wars right now. No, I'm not saying to do it. I'm saying how I don't does know your if you star, have anywhere uh, to Darth Vader? Great. Really? Yeah. Nice. He's dope. What about your eight star Marconium? Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Seven stars is the most you can get. Okay. And I haven't collected any stars of Marconium yet. Okay. Ooh, that could be an apology. I think it's Maconium. It is Maconium. Yeah, I think I added an R. I don't know if you said it wrong. I think I said I it just, wrong. Okay. Yeah. I said it wrong, but I've never had a baby. So <laughs> me I was just following your lead. Me neither, but that Maconium came shooting out at me. <laughs> and hit your back. That was an experience that I can say because <laughs> it happened to me. Tell us some more stuff about the childbirth that Emily had. Um, there was one time where like three or four nurses busted in the room and it freaked me the fuck out. Um, Cause they, they don't in the moment, like they don't tell you what's going on. They're just reacting to what they know they need to be reacting to. And so you're just guessing somebody's blood pressure drops, somebody's heart rates, you know, not where it needs to be. Um, they do kind of act like everything is like awesome. No, like going to hell. Quickly, mm. at all times. Well, That's comforting. I, well, I assume it can, you know. Um, but again, all, keep a keep a cool head, people. I guess, Let's but yeah, see. they came busting in, and, and like I wasn't asleep, anyways. I mean, Emily was asleep, but like because she was on the epidural, which is nice. But um, uh, but yeah, they come busting in, and I I was just freaking out, like, what's going on? No one said anything. What's going on? No one said anything. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah, when Oliver was born, uh, he had like some uh, like minor fluid in his lungs, and you know they check they want to check that out further, but like they they were kind of acting like this is like a dire emergency, 
and they were like ta- they were gonna like take him um and she was like w- wanted to not have that happen right away right. and so i asked them i was like is this something where like his life is in immediate danger and they were like no and i was like okay like i just had to ask them yeah is this like urgent right this second and they were like oh n- like no and so then i kind of like settled down after that but if i hadn't asked i totally would have just been yeah. under the impression that like if you guys don't take him right now, this is going to be the worst thing that's ever right. happened. Because why would you ask about it right now? Right. If it wasn't this important. Right. Well, and it was, it wasn't even the fact that they like what they were talking about. It was just the way in which they, their body language and the urgency in which they were talking about mm-hmm. stuff. But I just learned that it's all, that's just kind of how they operate. I think a lot of it has to do with the volume of babies that they have. Right. Get them in, get them out. They, really do like mm-hmm. it's pretty efficient um and um anyway but yeah so those baby machines are pretty nuts i'm not sure about women there but i don't know but uh we get into the Thank confrontation you. where brianne just walks straight up uh because she has no chill at all uh it worked so well with aria yeah like she's so brash she's just so intense so she walks up to the guards and she tries to like push through them and they're like, nah, you can't do this. And basically, you know, little fingers like it's fine. You know, um, then, then she just goes straight in on Sansa. Never met her before ever. Right. And then just goes into this whole like monologue about like, I was sworn to your mother. I swear to you, my, my sword and my life and my like, okay, what's, your name a little too strong (laughs) like you're freaking me out here like this is a little intense can you just settle down um but she she's unable to do that little finger i thought i mean obviously we know he doesn't want sansa to get away from him um so i thought that his play here was really good yeah he played it really cool um and kind of flipped it on uh flipped it on Brienne like saying, "Hey, we've we've actually met before at Rinley's camp, and uh, you were protect, didn't you? Didn't you kill him? <laughs> and, like, I seem to remember you being the one that killed him, right? Yeah, and then he makes her say like what actually killed him. Yeah, and then she sounds like a which crazy sounds person. even crazier, yeah. right? And uh, I said out loud when she when he asked that, like, don't don't say it, don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> um, a shadow." With the face of, <laughs> and then he then his response was a shadow. Oh, the face of. Oh, hmm. Then he goes into basically he he goes into like okay so everybody that you've protected is dead. Yeah. So for the people not watching on the Twitch stream, uh, Justin put up air quotes. For yeah, protected. protected. So. I don't really know. Like, do you really think that we're just gonna be like, yeah? Sansa's in good hands with you because your track record doesn't seem to indicate that that's the case. What I don't appreciate is she never mentions anything about like, hey, you know how like because Sansa brings up, hey, I saw you in King's Landing bowing to the king. Well, yeah, I was there because your mom tasked me with taking (laughs) Jamie Lannister back to King's Landing in return for you and Arya so that I could then protect you and bring you back to them back to her. Like she doesn't explain that. She's just like, uh yeah, it was in King's Landing. Like, fucking explain why. And there's a little bit more. Okay, 
Well, that would make sense. Yeah, she's not exactly cool under pressure. Yeah, because um, Littlefinger said, like, hey, I knew Kat all my life, and I'm, I've never met you. Never heard of you. Never heard her mention you. Um, like, not never met, but, like, never heard her mention you. And so you got to have some kind of rebuttal. But, of course, like you said, she's brash. She puts herself in this situation without any sort of, uh, like, thought. thought or plan or, you know, rehearsed dialogue or monologue, whatever. And this is how it ends up when you do that. Yeah. But I I didn't understand what she was going for when she was trying to leave. Like what? When she was like seeing like, the horses and When stuff. she like turned to leave, I thought this was some sort of plan of hers. I thought like she's going to try to draw the guards out and then double back and take Sansa. And then she runs out of there and cuts the horses off. Yeah. off. So I was like, okay. So that's not her plan because she's leaving a bunch of guards there now. And then they just run away. And I, I was like, what? I think she knew that Why was Littlefinger this? wouldn't let them let her away. Like if they stayed any longer, they were going to be taken by these guards and either kept for something or sent back to King's Landing or something along those lines. Uh, tier, um, Littlefinger would have also known who Podrick was. Right. So I, I just don't think that he would have let them go. And I think that's what she knew. Uh, and so she tries to cause chaos as they're trying to get out of there. Because she tells she tells Pod right before, like, hey, go ready the horses. Like, right. she kind of knows that she's going to be making a quick getaway here, whether that's with Sansa or without Sansa. So, yeah. Yeah, then it kind of breaks into a frenzy because she, you know, pushes the guard kind of, and then it's whatever plan she may have had goes out the window because now she's reacted and made it a physical thing so they try to take her uh she goes gets on the horse like you mentioned cuts the other horses free we learned that to get a horse to run away you stand in front of it and yell yeah <laughs> and you could do it again too and it and then it makes them run faster if you do it yeah you do it again can we get that on the board yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, can we get a clean yeah from this you so dramatic all right hold on three two one yeah so you got to do the hands too. That you got to make yourself big and scream <laughs> yah, and then you got to go. They, they, they ran away, but she's just so dramatic with her right stuff, and it's, it, that's why I don't like her very much. I'd run away from her. She's intimidating. Yeah, you're a horse. Horses are huge, <laughs> um, but someone making themselves big and yelling yah, like, yeah, okay. Yelling, like, yeah. You're probably like you're just a horse sitting out there tied to this fucking post, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this giant lady <laughs> comes and like slashes your reins and, and yells yells yeah, and you're like, fuck this shit, I'm out. So I, I I get it. I get the horse's response, but we we if you're ever in that scenario and you need a horse to run away really fast. That's what you gotta do. That's Let's what get you yourself do. as big as Brienne and, yeah. and yell. Yeah! <laughs> Thank you. That was like Kramer-esque. <laughs> I like that. He's right there. Yeah. A little inspiration. Um, During this chase scene, I was so worried that Podrick would die. Oh, me too. He, I said, if you get Podrick killed because of your stupidity, I will do nothing. It would have been sad. Well, Podrick rode his horse into a river. Yeah. <laughs> so. He was, I mean, the horse really took him into the river. Yeah. Right. Podrick wasn't doing anything. We've well, seen he's not the best horse right Yes, we're reminded that he doesn't. Really, really know, know how to do a whole know lot. Know how to ride a horse. Um, yeah, and but Brienne does the the Brienne thing and comes back to save him. 
Um, thank God. Thank God, because he was he was done. He tried to throw a rock at the guy. It didn't work. Oh, you're unarmed. I <laughs> so see. I guess you're unarmed. Um, then Brienne gets killed the week. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I don't know which ones actually kill the week, so I'm just gonna <laughs> give it a double kill of the week because she's she rides her horse by the first guy and kills him quickly. Yells to Patrick to get down. Yeah, and then the second guy, she breaks his sword and then stabs him through the throat. Valyrian steel. Which we've heard, like, talk of Valyrian steel before, but we've never seen, like, what what makes it that much better. It's significantly stronger than just regular, regularly forged steel. It's, it's, it broke through that other sword. Yeah. Um, And then it broke through his neck. Yeah, with ease. Pretty easily. Um, so... I I'm probably if I had to pick one, the second one because of the the sword break and then the stab. But the first one was cool too. First one was a save. It was a it was a it was a Podrick saving swing. Yeah, it was awesome. I I liked that a lot. Um, so Brienne gets killed a week times two. Comic comic relief after that because Podrick is still sitting on the ground. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you can get up now. <laughs> it's fine. I kind of wanted him to grab one of their swords. That was broken one. Would have been smart. Yeah. Yeah. He did take their horse. Which is good. His horse. So this was kind of like a miss. This is blowing on holes. It was kind of a miss. But when he's standing there, remember his horse had kind of like trotted off, off into the forest. But it was actually behind him in the water at this point. Yes. Still. Oh. Didn't see that. Small thing. But it bothered. I. That's the only thing I could see when that shot was on. Me too. I kind of just was like, oh, maybe it was one of the other guys. That she murdered. No, because it had that blue thing. Yes, it is. The I. It just. It's a. It's a small. I think mess. I thought it was one of the guys, but uh, but if it had the same like saddlebag and the stuff same like saddlebag, that, yeah, because it had something blue on it. I don't know what the blue thing was, but mm-hmm. when he was riding it, it had the blue. When he went into the water, the blue was very noticeable, and then, then the horse leaves. Then he gets out of the water, and then he has the encounter, and then they're like showing Brienne from her perspective, talking to him. And the horse with the blue thing on the saddlebag is in the water still. It was it's a small detail. Um, I mean, they kept the same saddlebag on the horse for this scene, so that's yeah, good. The I only guess. thing also that I was thinking was maybe that was their horse and not his horse because they only had one horse when they got there. So like maybe they all had the same uniforms on their horses. Yeah, it could be, but maybe that saves it. I and I was just trying to help them because yeah. I like you. I was like, didn't that horse just run into the forest yeah i think that they i probably they just missed that one yeah which is not that big a deal except that it bothered me in my ocd a little bit so it's a pretty big deal yeah giant deal actually um then we go to jamie and cersei and the little contraption what you got there alcohol corner yeah uh, it's been a while golden road mango cart it's been a while nice second time i've heard you sing that this week uh Say golden road mango cart it is a mango wheat ale, and it's buy one, get one free at Publix right now. So when you hear this, probably it will won't not be. be. Hopefully you got your mango cart while it's pretty tasty. supplies lasted. I like it. Yeah. I like mango in general. Actually, all Golden Road uh, beer was on BOGO. I just decided to go to mango carts because that's the only one I like of theirs. Mango cart it is. There you go. Um, so after we drink our mango cart, uh, we get Jamie and Cersei. And uh, the cool little contraption thing that he pops open, 
This is if I was gonna like if I was on on set, you know how sometimes people like steal things from set. Mm-hmm. This is what I would take: the contraption or what's inside of it. Yes. Okay. The whole thing—you just box it up and then you take it. Right. Um, the snake with the necklace, like it was. This was cool. This you kind of reacted like you thought it was a real snake. I mean, it I, looked. I mean, pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. I mean, I've seen you react to snakes. <laughs> So I don't know if you can do a lot of talking here. No, I wasn't saying like he's a bitch for it. I was saying, <laughs> I was just saying like you kind of think, okay, that seems like it might be from Dorn, and so they're the snake guys. Might be a snake in there. Official title. Yes, the snake, snake guys. Welcome guys. to Dorn. We're the snake guys. Um, <laughs> this was not a taxidermied snake, right? I don't think so. It was like a sculpture. I think it so. was painted. I, I think so. If because I, I I tried to look at it to figure it out and it wasn't real clear, but I'm pretty sure it was like a wood sculpture mm-hmm. that they painted. Um, it, regardless, it is scary when it pops open and you weren't expecting to see that, and then that's there. Great, because um, it's in the like scary snake pose. I don't know what that's <laughs> called. Ready to strike? It's about to strike. Yeah, is that the correct terminology? My scary snake yoga pose? pose. Yeah, yeah. ready to strike. <laughs> all right, everyone yeah. down right, into scary, scary snake pose. Scary snake pose. <laughs> um, and you, you all have to put your hands up like this. Right. Um, then it's got the necklace. Uh, My problem with this scene, Cersei wasn't surprised when he opened it. She'd already opened it. So she had opened it. She reset saw it. it. Reset, the reset it for Jamie to come in. Yeah. Why? I hate her. That's so much. That's so much. Because she just wanted to like. She's Cersei, man. Yeah, bitch. I mean, for the show, obviously, they wanted us to us get, to be able to yeah. open it like that. But just, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it fits Cersei's character. <laughs> She's just a bitch. Like I would if. <laughs> She resets the glitter bomb and then it's like, Justin, come here and look come at this. Come here and look at this shit. And then you open it. We got some package. I have no idea what's in it. <laughs> Can you open this for me? Yeah. If it's from Dorn. If I were awaiting you to come into the room. Okay. And I had seen said package and probably shit myself when I opened it. <laughs> okay. I want you to know I would not reset it to then scare you. Wow. Well, that's very sweet. I'd just be like, hey, Nick, there's a fake snake on the the table. It's not alive. Don't worry. We're good. Uh, It's all all fine. It's just my daughter's necklace. I wouldn't do that to you. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, You? I'd probably reset it. Okay. I'd let you just. What about Lydia? No, you wouldn't. I like snakes. You're nicer to Lydia than you are to anyone else in this room. Just so you know. That's because I love Lydia. Because <laughs> she's nice. It's because she's the only person that's that nice. Keith is nice. Keith is Keith's very nice. Keith just, Keith just catches, catches you at wrong times sometimes. It's because Justin is sexist is what uh, we've decided. <laughs> probably it. Got but that. in like a positive so way. I'm nice, yeah. I'm nice to women and mean to dudes. Sexism. Yeah. It's a thing, man. Um, positive sexism. Treat, you got to treat them just as shitty as you treat men. Okay? That's not true. Equal opportunity hate. If you treated me nice, I'd be nice to you. I could do with less apologies, but I like that you're I'm nice working to me. on it. You want me to show you the dick? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> Maybe Hold don't on. ever Clar- ask someone clarify. that question. <laughs> you got to clarify. No, I don't have to clarify shit. Do you want to see the dick? I've seen it. Thank you, though. <laughs> All right. Well, you just let me know because it's still pulled up on my okay, phone. Perfect. Because when I opened it and it was just there, it shocked me. It was kind of like the snake. So, the snake bursting out yeah. of the box. Brett sent me that picture, but it was the it was invisible ink. <laughs> Oh, so like you had to touch it. Click on it. Like, great. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, he must have just like found himself finding well, that. Yeah. 
Um, we were joking about him sending nudes, and he was like, <laughs> he sent that with invisible ink. I'm glad that he didn't send me his nude. <laughs> right. I would rather see this guy. R.I.P. By the way. Yeah. 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 Sad day. I know. It's, it's tough. Um, but he's um, he's memor- he's immortalized. He is immortalized. True. His picture is everywhere. Truly. Um, my brother likes sending me those, so I'll just start forwarding them to you guys. Whenever <laughs> yeah, person whenever, send them Perfect. on over because we have a whole team of people who love it. Yeah, they Perfect. do it all the time. I think it's hilarious. Every every you know like newsworthy thing yeah. comes with a fake that <laughs> link to that giant. I just don't open links line. anymore. Me well, I, I I I was at first I was confused why he sent it to me. Like I care, but curiosity. Did get the best of me, and but it was just like an impulse reaction. He sent me a link, click on it. Oh fuck! Like, um, and I was at work too. My first reaction was like, oh god. I was actually happy when I opened it and it was that because I was really hoping that they did not arrest Will Smith. <laughs> You're like, oh god, what a relief! No, Whew. thank God. Um, although it is assault, but whatever. It's assault. Um, I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know how I feel about the whole thing. Not that my opinion matters because I'm neither an actor nor part of the academy nor someone who gives shit. None yeah. of those things. Yeah, or makes jokes about people's wife with alopecia. I don't do that either. Probably a good idea. Um, Based on this, I would stay away from that subject matter. I must say oh God. <laughs> what everyone's must been we? waiting for. Must we? I have laughed at a lot of the jokes that I've heard. Probably I shouldn't have. But a lot of the jokes about like, well, he just joked about the wrong thing. Right. He should have made the joke about like her boyfriend. Yeah. Or the other, like you can like those are always I've laughed at a lot of those. I probably shouldn't have. That was emotionally scarring for Will Smith. But I don't know why I've laughed at every single one that I've seen. Clearly, he's still processing some feelings. Right. The one I got at work was uh, <laughs> I've got a new joke for you. Will Smith. Oh, sorry. That's a punchline. Good one. Yeah, it was from old people. Yeah, and I felt awkward about it. We always they, like uh, kind of have to give them a chuckle just so they'll walk away. Yeah, because otherwise they like no. go further. Yeah, don't you no. don't chuckle? No, good, good for you. Just look at them. I still have to abide by that social contract, and mainly I just want them to go away. Sometimes when my family says racist things, I just look at them like I just yeah. Actually, on the phone with my grandpa uh, earlier this week, and uh, and he said a couple of those, and I didn't say anything yeah. back on the phone, and I was like, hello? No, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm here, just waiting for you to Surprisingly. stop being a racist motherfucker. <laughs> Surprisingly still here. <laughs> but, I should have hung up, but here I am. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Justin's got COVID again. The no, button. it's once I like laughed too hard a few uh-huh. minutes ago, it just now the cough won't go away. Triggered it. It's like there. Do you need a lozenge? I might. If you have one, do you actually have one? Yeah. Okay. Um, while you Knowing do Lydia, that, they're probably like dick flavored lozenge. That's fine. <laughs> Jesus. I can finally I know what dick tastes like. <laughs> I've been waiting to know what dick tastes like for a while. Now I'm going to know. Um, okay. Where were we? Uh, second dick. I mean, Jamie Cersei, the snake. The snake. So, yes, the snake contraption is cool. Um, the meaning behind it is more sinister. Yeah. Um, we learn that uh, the necklace that's in the snake's mouth is one of two. Uh, one that's been given to Marcella 
and one that belongs to Cersei that she apparently wears all the time. Um, and together they lead to the map of the hidden treasure. Right. <laughs> together, what's the uh, planet, Captain Planet? What? You got it. Thing. By our powers combined. By our powers combined. No? I know what you're talking about. Are you too young that. for Captain Planet? I guess so. I don't Greatest buzz cut of all time. Is Cap... Is Captain Planet Flat top. on any streaming service? Is our hero going to take pollution down to zero? When did that come out? Didn't work out a long time Captain ago. Captain Planet like has failed. Late 80s. <laughs> oh. Did you see the... Uh, they did like a live action comedy short. No, 1990. Of it. Mm. <clears throat> of should, ca- of Captain Planet? Isn't that yeah. like too old for you? You're not that much older. I watched it as a kid. Mm. Um, Reruns. Yeah. Well, there was five I seasons. Like yeah, it, it would have been reruns. It was like midnight. It, Mid to late 90s. Came out in 1990. Really? I just looked it up. Wow. Hmm. Um, yeah, I saw Captain Planet as a kid. Captain Planet was good. Uh, it's not available for free on any streaming service, but you can uh, buy the episodes on Amazon Prime or Apple TV. Don't pay for Captain Planet. <laughs> I want to watch think, it. I don't think you would hold up. No, there's no way it holds up. But I've got a bunch of old... Like, I've got... Uh, SWAT cats. Did you ever watch SWAT cats? No, I did not watch SWAT cats. Um, I did restart Gargoyles. I did too. It doesn't hold up. It's no. rough. I and mean, that's sad because I really liked Gargoyles. I would love for them to remake it. Oh, that'd be cool. I've also got uh, the. I, feel like I heard that they were doing that. I mean, they remade DuckTales. I was really hoping they were going to do like Darkwing Duck and Chippendale and Gargoyles and all the shows that we watched as kids that were great. Um, what was the other one? The Shark. Uh, like Shark Street Fighters. Y'all know what I'm talking I've got it out there on the shelf. Um, Did they make like gummies out of those? I feel like yes. Um, everything that was good about our childhood was just to make us buy stuff. 100%. I've got uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series, Batman the animated series. Like I, I love those old. They were supposed to do a live action Gargoyle. It was supposed to be Jordan Peele. Live action? They were supposed to. And Jordan Peele? It didn't work out. Shit. Yeah, that would be cool. Says the live action gargoyles that almost was. I'm sure it'll happen at some point. That was a really cool show when we were kids. Also, way darker than I remembered Uh, because I rewatched it when it when it was out on Disney Plus recently, and um, it's it doesn't hold up. It's rough. Yeah, it was it was going to be Disney. Um, Damn, that would be cool. And they, I guess they just you know cut it. So anyway, the uniting of the necklaces do not <laughs> invoke uh, the saving of the Earth by Captain Planet. Oh, but, shit. We were still on, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, we were still on. Um, but uh, this is when we get into kind of the the conversation about the journey that uh, Jamie's going to take to Dorne, which I'm excited because we're going to get to see some more of Dorne, mm-hmm. sounds like. More than just those water gardens. Yeah. Um, but we've, I don't think we've been, to Dorne. we haven't been yet mm-hmm. until later, um, this episode, but so we hadn't gotten it yet. Um, but we've obviously met characters from there. We've heard a lot about Dorn. Um, so we're finally going to, you know, get there. This is, it's frustrating to me because Cersei is so like, She's hateful, which we all, obviously we know we've talked about before. But uh, actually, Jamie's called her that. Yeah, but right before, right before he raped her, um, he did rape her. Yeah, um, just for the record. Yep, it was rape. 
And he called her hateful Correct. and then raped her. Yep. Not cool. So, um, so she's just like poking at him and she's just like kind of kicking him while he's down. Like, cause he's also, it's also his kid. He also, and he's been in a tough spot because like he says, like if I had ever claimed any of these kids, like they would have been dead in the street. Yep. Like what was I supposed to do? Cause she's like, you were never a father anyway. What did you want from him? <laughs> like, shut up. You're, you're the worst. Um, he says, I'm going to make it better. She says, you've never made anything better. Um, Good comeback. Very dramatic. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> she says, oh, you can't just go ask Prince Doran to give her back. He's like, I'm not going to ask him anything, which I thought was like a, like, it was a little dramatic of a line, but it, I also liked it. Um, then she, she mentions, you know, you're, you are going to go to Doran alone, a one handed man. You know, and she's just like poking and and just like going after everything, and he's trying to help. Like she's still unchecked, like, and we see that more later in the episode too. She is unchecked and she is running wild, and there's nothing like she she has no nothing no like repercussions for this. Yeah, for it just, just sucks. poking him and poking him poking. Him. Come on, Tommen. Right, get your mom under control. Fuck her up. Um, yeah, right. As if make Marjorie do it. He says... Get Elena to do it. <laughs> now that one I'd like to see. Yeah, you, I think you said it. Jamie says, who says I'm going alone or something along those lines? Yeah. I never said... Uh, yeah, I don't remember the exact line, but it was it was essentially alone. Not going alone. What are you talking about? i bring my boy. Then we cut to Braun and Lawless Stokeworth. Ugh. What a horrible name. She's like right up there with Gilly. La- Just- no, Lawless <laughs> is worse than Gilly. Lawless... Yeah. Lawless. How's it spelled? L-O-L-L-Y-S. It'll be not, could not be used for Wordle. Mm. Six letters. It's also a name. Right, it's like almost lawless, which would be cool, but it's not. No. So it sounds stupid. No, lawless would be a bad name. Lucy Lawless? Braun is very sweet to her, though. (laughs) Surprisingly. For Braun. He's trying his best, because she's a challenge. He wants that castle. Yeah, and then she'll fall off a horse too. Right. Yeah. Well, and I thought that that was a little interesting because she she seems both like a little innocent, but also a little not. This scene just gave me like mixed vibes about her because she kind of seems like she doesn't know what's going on. Because when he was talking about like, um, you know, your sister's a bad person. Yeah, she is. You know, like she sometimes she even pulls my hair when mom's not looking. Like, how fucking old are you? Like, how old is she, Nick? How old is she? I mean, based on we can't ask how about she ages was in Game portrayed, of she looked like probably mid thirties, I would say. And some might call her at least in that like culture an old maid. Yeah, that would be pretty old. Yeah. Which I don't mid thirties. I don't blame the men who said no to her because she's annoying and she's not that pretty. You can be annoying, but you got to be pretty. If you're annoying and not that pretty, it doesn't work out. No, I think if you're annoying but pretty, you're annoying. Yeah, you just shouldn't be annoying. You're still annoying, but like someone's gonna be like, okay, I can take this. It's fine. But Bron is already scheming of 
how to get rid of her, probably. Yeah. Although he's being very nice. Well, to add a third layer to your equation here, and she's the second sister. So not only is she annoying and ugly or not pretty, but she's doesn't come with anything. You get nothing. Right. There's no benefit to marrying her. Mm-mm. Zero. Unless. Unless a sister falls off a horse. Which happens all the time. And then Lawless falls off a horse. Maybe they fall off the same horse. Maybe their horses collide. Yeah, that could be it. That'd be awesome. That'd be kill of the week for sure. <laughs> um, then she's like, well, who's that? And he looks over and you see Jamie sitting. Yeah, it was like this blue steel shot. It was he so, like, so weird. Over his he like, look, yeah, looked Magnum. back at him. <laughs> uh, that's Jamie fucking Lannister. Jamie fucking Lannister. Which is a good line. Um, Bron thought he was done with them. Bron thought he had washed his hands at the Lannisters. He was good to go. Not quite, bud. Nope. This is the buddy cop comedy that I want. Bron and to Jamie. Return. Yes. Bron and Jamie. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. And now they're traveling together. Yeah. Now they're not just like training. They're traveling. Now that we can't have uh, Arya and the Hound. Yeah. We they had to replace it. Yeah. They had to make up for the loss of the Hound and the breakup of their duo. And I feel like this is a pretty good compromise. Yeah. I would, think so. Would you all rather watch Brianna and Pod or Jamie and oh Jamie and Bron? Jamie Browns out of ten but, every time. But also throw Pod in with Jamie and Bron. Oh sure, oh, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. awesome. They, they'd they'd both be fucking annoyed at him. Like they'd yep. both be so over it. I think I think <laughs> Bron and Pod have a nice would have the nice back and forth that we see with Brianna and Pod. Mm-hmm. And Jamie would just be his smug, arrogant self all the time. Every time I hear yeah, the word smug, like a, yeah. that's all I think of. It's a bed bug right there. Bed bug. <laughs> um, so, the, the, so Jamie, you know, basically tells him, uh, your plan to marry her is no longer. She's promised to blah, 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 blah. Uh, and you're going to go do some mercenary work for me. And um, when you get done, I'll give you a bigger castle and a, Better wife. Sir Willis Bracken. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, which that's honestly a better name than Lawless. But mm-hmm. Willis Bracken and Lawless Stokeworth together? Ugh. Yeah, the Brackens are in the books a little bit more. Um so it on I mean, it seems like it's gonna turn up good for Braun in the end. I mean, that's what Jamie said, but I don't know if I can believe him. Lannisters always pay their debts. Right, but they don't have any money to do it anymore. Yeah, but they can still have power. Yeah. Yeah. I see pride. I see power. Unless Cersei screws it all up. Is that uh, cool running? Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were doing the rock rap. Uh, Says, I see a something something mother that don't take shit from nobody. It makes him say it over and over. Cool runnings. We got real cool runnings in this past Winter Olympics. Anyways, didn't watch it. Sorry, because I don't watch the mm. um, Solidarity, huh? Solidarity. I just think it's stupid and oh. lame. When countries come together for sport. Oh no! When the top dominant countries who are able to spend all the money in the world on the training and the so and so, they win everything. Every that year. was what was so fun about having cool runnings in the Olympics. They don't. And did they first win? time? No, well, I don't think so. It's <laughs> kind of my point. But they got there. Got crushed by whatever winter sport team. The Russians, probably. Uh, it's, it's probably Norway, actually. 
Yeah. They won like everything. Anyways, sorry. That's fine. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Damn. Yes. So they're going to go off on their trip uh, to Dorne. And speaking of Dorne, this is where we get our first glimpse of Dorne. And we see Ilaria Sand and Prince Doran, the guard, big, large man with a giant weapon. I don't even know what the thing's called. I don't really know either. It's like a spear, but also like an axe, but also a mm-hmm. sword. Yeah, it's it's got the longest blade for a spear ever. So I think it takes it out of that category. But it's still like a short sword, but it's also wide like an axe. It's awesome. You know how in the books there is a there's a perspective character that is like a captain of the I think that's him. That's him. Yeah. It's Which the same guy. I can't pretty, remember his name. Pretty interesting that like I don't know if they uh, they give him a name. Um it's pretty He's, interesting. He, Dor- Doran says his name. So and so let him pass. Let her pass. Oh, okay, I can't. Yeah. Re- I can't remember what his name is. I didn't write it down. I should have. I have it. Um. I love this setting. I want to spend all of our time in Dorne. I know it's like paradise. So Doran just says captain, but his name in the script is Ario. Captain Ario. Ario. A R E O. Yeah. It's a uh, spelled differently. <laughs> real original. We got Aria and Ario. Ario. Yeah. Um, why, it was bound to happen at some point. Could be a Rayo. I don't know. Sure. Well, if you're reading the audiobooks, what would you go with? Brian, for sure. Brian. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, so this was an interesting scene, I think, for a lot of reasons. The main point being, I love Dorne. Mm-hmm. We see it for 10 seconds, and I'm like, this is where I want to live. Because <laughs> um, you've got people who choose to live in the north or this paradise. Right the fuck what choose is a strong word but yeah you can leave is that you're not enslaved to stay there yeah if you don't like it get out that's all i heard was uncle rico there you can leave (laughs) (laughs) you know what napoleon (laughs) you're gonna make him cough now you can leave sorry i just i know you you have a soft spot for napoleon dynamite which is hilarious because you don't love stupid shit but, but I love Napoleon. So I don't know why. I also um, love Napoleon Dynamite. Who doesn't? Yes. It's so funny. I was talking today at work with people about Napoleon Dynamite, and I thought to myself, I want to watch that again, because it's been a long time since I've seen it. It holds up. I'm sure. <laughs> you know. It was so good. Um, I actually have that for my PSP that I still have. Oh, as a movie? I have it as, I, yeah, I have the movie. I was um, like, I was about to get really excited that there was a video game. No, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's just Uncle Rico throwing yeah. footballs over mountains. Right, and yeah. you're trying to feed Skating. Tina. Skating. <laughs> you got to like feed Tina. Mini games. Skating. Like Napoleon Dynamite dancing. Mini games. Dancing. Ooh, Making keychains. I think we just found our, our niche here. I think we got it. We, if we make made a mobile a, game out of this. If we made a Napoleon Dynamite video game, we would make yeah. tons feel, of money. Could you do that? Not in the slightest. Okay. I appreciate the. Uh, I thought. I thought maybe really you appreciate had the skills. confidence that you have there. <laughs> if anybody could, he would be close. I'm starting to like teach myself that. Do it. I'm nowhere like. When in you get years. to like where you're starting to build a beta, please God, build yeah. Napoleon. You got it. You got I bet. It. Uh, I bet old Ethan could do it. Maybe. Let's yeah, call up old Ethan. Let's call Ethan. Put him on the board, <laughs> Uncle Ethan. Um, he would probably love that idea too because he's similar he's a very excitable person as well um i will say as soon as the scene came on i said i can't wait to talk to nick about how old uh what's her name looks Marcella. yeah she looks like a teenager 
Yeah. How old is she supposed to be now? Like like 15, 16 okay, probably. Yeah. I think she look I mean she could be I thought she was older than that. Early 20s, but, but she also passes yeah. as a teenager. Yeah. I would I mean she she kind of reminds me of a 16-year-old like you know, I, yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. She also reminded me of a uh, Sleeping Beauty a little bit maybe. Yeah. Like had a very much like a Disney princess quality going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she stands out so significantly in Dorne because they're all like Dark skin, yeah, I don't know dark hair, hair, the dark features. Yes. I don't know how many blonde people they have in Dorne. Yeah. Not she's many. like also wearing like a bright pink dress. Yeah, it was very like Princess Aurora. It's nice to see that she's being well taken care of. Yeah, which begs the question: How they get the necklace to mm. send back? You know, well, it was definitely that lady, Alaria. Yeah, yeah. My my bet would be that she took it while she's sleeping or bathing or something. Yeah, and that Prince Doran has no idea that she's this got happened. some. She's got some crazy to her. She does. I kind of like it. Mm, okay. Um, Dangerous. Yeah. You never know. I wouldn't cross her. Is she going to cut you with a kitchen knife or is she going to kiss you in the kitchen? With a kitchen knife. With a knife. (laughs) Press it against your sweet lips. Um, No, she she does come off as a little crazy. She does have some points, um, but he has good counters to all those. Yeah. Um, The main thing like that, caught my attention was she was kind of asking like where what's happening like you're you're not gonna do anything you're not gonna respond like your brother's dead and he was like he chose to fight in that combat trial by combat yeah and he died it's not murder that's i mean that's his textbook as it gets it's the law of the land right i don't know what you want me to do about it right and it's nice that he has a level head and can think that way yeah because it's true no he, one forced over him to be in there. No, it, it is good. He does give off the vibe, though, that he's probably a little... He's probably over-docile mm-hmm. in other things, too, though. Well, that's what Ilaria kind of mentions, is that, like, okay, how long are you going to be in power once, you know, the people start to... Yeah. Yeah, so in this scene, she's talking about, like, having all of the people behind her. So is she... Because when we first met her, she just kind of seemed like a mistress. But yeah, so she mentions a group called the Sand Snakes. Mm-hmm. And is this the first mention in the show of the Sand Snakes? It is, and I didn't want to mention that when we were doing the uh the snake thing. The snake thing, but that would be something that's from them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I couldn't remember if she had mentioned that with Oberyn at any point. I didn't think so, but I I couldn't really remember. I don't think so. So there's a group of people in Dorne mm-hmm. known as the Sand Snakes that she's connected with gotcha. i'm not gonna go into any more detail about it but okay um so that's the group that she's referring to um it's not necessarily all the dornish people but yeah. it's that group of people Got um it. and their significance obviously we don't know yet but um mm-hmm. she does mention like the sand snakes are are with me mm-hmm. um and we're not gonna stand by and and wait forever yeah uh, um she does make kind of a passing threat to him like how long are you gonna be in power like you said, right. um, which he seems to just kind of let roll off. Like, eh, whatever. I thought when I saw Dune that uh, can't remember the main like the character name, but his name is Oscar Isaac, the actor. Um, it's uh, Paul's dad. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But, um, but anyways, I I thought he was. I cannot remember it. Here, I have it actually. Um, I thought he was the same actor. He's not. Uh, Leto? Atreides? Leto? Leto? Leto. 
Duke. I think it's Leto. Leto Atreides. Leto. Yeah, Leto. Leto. Um, I thought he was the same actor. Like when I saw Dune, I was like, "Oh, is that Prince Doran?" But it's not. But they do have similar features. There was also an actor. Do you have the cast of Game of Thrones? Do you have Prince Doran pulled up? Yep. Can you tell me oh. if he was in Kingdom of Heaven? Uh, I can't. I I lied to you. Okay, I, I can pull I it up real quick. No, I have it here. So you do have it, or you don't yes. have it? No, he I, pulled I it out. I didn't at the sec at that time. He he whipped it out. Yes, he was in Kingdom of Heaven. Boom. I think I think I might have mentioned that when we were watching Kingdom of Heaven. He was yeah. He was the uh, he was the like second in command to the Muslim army, the guy who um, fucking. Um, yep. What's the the Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, Orlando Bloom. Yes. Uh, he was the guy who he encountered in the desert. Uh, and then he ends up being the second in command. Uh, anyway, great His movie. Name is Imad. Yeah. If y'all have never seen, have you either of you seen it? No. Amazing movie. It's kind of long. Uh, but it's very good. It's about the Crusade times. Mm-hmm. Um. But I like it because it's it it paints the because typically in like the Christian world, the Crusades are like often looked over or briefly glorified if they're ever talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and as everyone in this room knows, in American Christianity, Muslims especially get like some of the most hate ever. Um, I really like that movie because it does a really great job of painting the picture of the humanity of just other people who aren't Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it did a really beautiful job. Uh, and and in that movie, they because Jeremy Irons uh, is in it, he played Scar. Um, the cast is um, Liam Neeson's in it. Like the the cast is unbelievable. But um, they actually do a cool job of like some of the Crusaders, the leaders of that. They actually get. That their actions come back to to haunt them and to to kind of like make things difficult for them mm-hmm. because they were like not treating people well. So yeah. I think that y'all would like the movie. The story's cool. The setting is cool. It's kind of a unique story that hasn't been like run through in Hollywood a hundred times. Um, it's a very cool movie. It's it a, it's it's a little bit long. It's pretty. It's like a three hour movie. That's great. But it's awesome. Like it's I I think it's great. Um, it was good. Did had action, about- had love, it had the underlying kind of stuff. It was good. Yeah. Religious. Did they talk about how great America is, though? No, America's never mentioned one time. Oh, man, why? It's well, that's one of the things that I love about I it. I can't watch that movie, then. Yeah, because it's set in, like, 1140. Well, yeah, America AD. was still great back then. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's when it was great. Right, America is always We're gonna make it great again. the greatest country. We're going to make it great again by making it go away. By building back better. <laughs> Anybody else? I nope. did that. <laughs> Yep. Um, <laughs> have you seen the ones that uh, it it's Putin? Oh, you have you seen the like the picture of Putin with like shirtless on a horse? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Trump behind him shirtless on the same horse, and I've it says that. we did that. I've seen that. <laughs> I like. I have it. not seen it's, that. It's funny. I've um, seen someone started putting up Putin stickers on top of the Biden stickers. Oh, nice. they say I did that. Nice. That's good. It's probably more accurate. It's very much more accurate. Yeah. Um. So, anyways. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Um, Kingdom of Heaven, same actor. Same actor. Oh, Prince Doran. Prince Doran. Yes. America's so the best. he was in Kingdom of Heaven, not in Dune. Right. Uh, but they do, those two guys look similar. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought that this was pretty cool because we finally get a look at 
Dorne, but also there's this building tension there. And we know that the Dornish have influence. Obviously, they're a part of the Seven Kingdoms, but we've heard talk of them being pretty influential, though they stay out of stuff. Yeah, and they're it, technically independent because like, that's, how, that's how he's a prince. Yeah. But he's not a king because they're, they're the king. So they're like independent, but they're also... It's like Puerto Rico. They're like deferring in words, but not in actions. Um, Like, sure, you can be the king. We'll be the princes. Yeah. You leave us alone. Well, they never... So they they were never conquered by the Targaryens. Right. They came into the fold simply because, like, the trade and, you know, they were on the same side of the sea and things like that. Mm. But but they didn't want to let go of certain things. That's why they're still princes and things like that. But they don't have a king because they are somewhat beholden to uh King's Landing. The, yeah, to yeah, Westeros. Great. Um the last line though that that Alari, we already kind of mentioned this a little bit. The last thing that like they go into Doran and Ilaria. So Doran kind of echoes what Oberyn said in season 4. Uh, which is uh, we don't mutilate little girls for vengeance. Not here. Not while I rule. And Laria's response is, "How long will that be?" Yeah. Dot. 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 It's it is very like menacing. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'd be interested to see how this one plays out. Do you have any predictions on what do you think happens in Dorne? I don't have any predictions, but I would be super interested to see like the sand snakes and the whatever's of the harpy sons, sons of harpies. Like, cause Varys was talking about how there was like that Targaryen restoration plan. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see if they're like sowing discord among all of these different countries. And like, this is someone's plan to do it everywhere. It's possible. I mean, Marine where the sons of the harpy is, are it's not across the a ocean. part of it, but, but yeah, right. I mean, but you know, Chaos is a ladder, so right. you create chaos and you open up the opportunity for uh, ascension. Yeah, and I mean, if you, not that I'm saying this, but if Bravo starts funding, like, splinter organizations within other countries, right? then they start starting wars, and then people have to start borrowing money from Bravos, and then, yeah, hey, we're richer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or there might be people in Westeros doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to, again, start chaos. Um, so, I think that's, that's that all it. for Dorne. Yeah. Then we go to um, back to Marine, where there we see go. Dario and, um, and Grey Worm. Uh, I like this because it, kind of, it kind of provides uh, benefit to the Second Sons. Because really, up until this point, they've not been... Other than them going back to uh, the other places that she'd already been, um, they haven't had any like real meaningful impact in a while mm-hmm. directly to what Danny's doing in Marine. Um, this shows that they can do things that the Unsullied can't. While the Unsullied are a, a great fighting force and they're a great army to have on your side, what what Danny needs right now they can't really do. The enforcement that they're providing isn't really keeping the Sons of the Harpy at bay. They're still acting, even though you've got Unsullied patrolling the streets, um, and they're not getting to the bottom of it. Whereas the Second Sons, because of their 
worldliness. I think, yeah, yeah. I think what you're trying to say, like, and I, I agree. They don't the until they don't really have the ability to do the dirty work because they're yeah. so regimented. Exactly, and, they can't blend in. They can't blend in. They don't. You know, Dario says they drink, they whore, they fight in the streets. That's a much different, totally uh, different, different, vibe. yeah, different vibe and probably a different skill set as yeah. well when it comes to questioning people or, and getting more information and tracking people down. The like you said, the Unsullied are a great fighting force, probably good police force as well. Um, they provide a very menacing presence. Yeah. You're walking around the streets of Marine, you see Unsullied, you're not going to do anything dumb, but. With but as far as actually investigating and getting down to it, Second Son seems to have have a better uh, better knack for that. It's almost like a uniformed police force versus the undercover yeah. detective type thing. Um, they're like the vice division. Yeah, Unsullied, they're great at what they do, but they can't do it all. And the Second Sons can't probably can't hold their own on the battlefield with the Unsullied. If you had one for one matchups, but if um, you're Danny, they're probably less trustworthy as well because they're more you know. Potential loose cannons and yeah. yeah. So they they kind of have that conversation as they're walking up to this house. They go in, it's empty. Um, and then that's when they start having the conversation. Uh, and they start talking about um the efficiency of the second sons. And they're talking about fear. And Grey Worm's like, Unsullied have no fear. And Dario's like. That's that's your problem. Actually, your problem. Like that's actually a flaw. Um, I know that you were trained your whole life, like on purpose, to not have fear, and then that helps you be a good fighter. But it also makes you miss stuff, and you don't think like someone living in fear might think. Um, but we do, and so stabs the wall. Which, by the way, not the most effective way to do that because he totally could have stabbed that dude in the head. <laughs> he <laughs> like, stabbed low. He went low. Well, the dude could have been in any yeah, position. Could have been back there. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> maybe like so risky. Knocking on the wall might have been a good idea, or like hitting down a piece of the wall because clearly that wall wasn't well constructed. Right, so, yeah, just <laughs> punching the wall yeah. instead of stabbing it. Maybe. Yeah, you probably could have put a little bit of force with a push and all falls down. Broke through it. Like he so. It. But this was very so theatrical. Him. It was, and it you know it made the point like. The guy's hiding in fear. He knows they're coming. Like it, it got his point across, but I just thought it was funny because mostly because of like obviously Danny doesn't want this guy dead. So like he could have just killed him right there and avoided the whole mess later. But um it so yeah, it really was. Um I'm interested to get there and hear your thoughts on it. So they find the son of the harpy, they find the the little daggers and the the mask. Then uh, we get to a Barristan and Danny, and this is where he's talking to her about the Mad King. Um, well, actually, we get we get quickly like uh, the scene like where her council, yeah, with her council, it's it's pretty quick. It's basically like, what do we do? You know, he's got to pay. Barristan's like, yeah, but you got to do this the right way. Yada yada. Then she's had she's having the conversation afterwards with Barristan. Um, and that's when he's talking about the Mad King. She doesn't like that he calls him the Mad King. Not not the best idea. And he's like, listen, it's true. Yeah. And that's it's important for you to know that. Like, like that's kind of I need you to understand why he was this way. You know, he thought what he was doing was was what was best, that it was gonna be helpful. 
Um, but in the end, like when everyone is like dying and he, he basically paints this picture that like he thought he was doing the just thing. He thought he was uh, bringing that balance, bringing the law back into picture. But ultimately he was he was crazy and he was like killing his people. Um, and so Danny ends that with saying, I won't execute him without a fair trial. Yeah. The other piece of that is Barrison is, is letting her know that like sometimes that seems like the right idea, but what you're doing it to, to, you know, snuff out a rebellion, but what you're doing is actually adding fire to the rebellion when you act, you know, in that kind of way. So, mm-hmm. so, and that's what Barrison says. He, he said that, uh, um, um, the Mad King thought he gave the his enemies the justice he thought they deserved, uh, and each time made him feel powerful and right until the very end. Um, and his efforts to stamp out dissent led to rebellion that killed every Targaryen except two. So, trying to stamp out rebellion, stamp out dissent with that iron fist, so to speak, actually does the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Sound advice from a senior advisor. Not probably the way I would have started it by insulting her father, but hey, I mean, it, it led him down the road. Like, hey, look, I, I was with him the whole time from the very beginning. Your enemies didn't lie when they called him the Mad King. Yeah, um, and that got her attention a little bit. So that's cool. Yeah, most I, of the times we've seen, Bar- sorry, most of the times we've seen Barrison uh, have advice for Danny. It has seemed like possibly the wrong advice, or pro- possibly like a little bit. Um, a little bit dated, maybe, mm-hmm. but this was, I thought, a, a pretty good one. Well, she doesn't have Jorah now, so someone's got to be the voice of reason. I I said after she decided, like, okay, I guess we'll have a trial. I was said to Lauren, like, oh, she's been making a lot of decisions like this lately, where she'll like make a decision and then someone's like, hey, do it different, and she's like, okay. And do you think that's good or bad? I think it's kind of bad. Okay. I think it. Like it doesn't erode it from like a um her people because they don't see it. But I think it's kind of eroding just her like I don't know, like confidence, queenness, something mm. where she's like, We're gonna do this and someone's like, Hey, don't and she's like, Okay. That's fine. I see it the opposite way. I see it as, as good it's good to take advice from other people who have experienced things that you haven't experienced. It definitely is, but it's just I was I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. But I was just a little bit like, well, you just keep doing this over and over again. Like why, why have these big meetings? Why make these big decisions out loud? Yeah. And then change your mind later. I see. Okay. It's just like, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. If you're doing the right thing, but so it's you just, like, would you like Danny to stick to her instincts a little bit more or, or stick to her decisions? Like, you know, when she makes those decisions in, in front of everybody, you'd like her to stick to those rather than being swayed by a private meeting afterwards. Right. Or at least don't have the private meeting and just talk about it in the council. And not every time. And like, I don't want to die on this hill, but. Die wherever you want, man. Yeah. But I mean, obviously she made a decision later yeah. in the show that I think was a stupid decision. And yeah. To execute. Okay, we'll get there. But yeah. I think the thing that can kind of do both would be for her to learn that it's okay to take time to make your decisions. Yes. 
like she she responds and make I think kind of what you're saying she makes these quick decisions but then after counsel she realizes that wasn't the right decision but maybe the real wisdom here is that she cuz obviously she she can learn from people mm-hmm. she's shown that she's changed her mind several times but in those moments it may be a good lesson for her to learn that hey maybe you should not make your decision right away wait and 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 withhold your judgment until you're ready instead of making these quick decisions that you end up changing which is what she actually i mean her last her last line in front of everybody is thank you for your counsel and then she dismisses everybody so she hasn't made a decision yet um which i understand what you're saying like you know and i know you're not saying necessarily disagreeing with justin right. or myself but that she does say that she does she doesn't necessarily make a decision right there in that moment, but then one person brings up one point outside of the the full council meeting and and she makes that makes a decision on that dime you know yeah there's just been a couple of those and like again I don't I'm not saying it's wrong it yeah. just it stuck out to me and like a you you keep having these small conversations with one person like Jorah comes and says like hey don't do it like that and then she's like okay. So your Christ figure is starting to crack in your uh, in your mind, oh, in your eyes. Never. Let's but. not go to the blasphemy corner. I'm already sick. I don't want to. Again, we're not hailing anybody here. I'm just making sure we stay far away. Except for Danny. Are you blas- Are you worried he's blaspheming Danny? I just want to stay away from any religious. <laughs> any possible Christ figure. I, I just want to avoid it for a while. <laughs> All right, so no more tough. No more gun shy. No more scar tissue. Got a little PTSD yeah. here. <laughs> um, yeah, I I like Barristan. I do think some of his some of his counsel is is dated, but I think that he's a pretty cool head, and I think that that's good for someone like Danny. Yeah, and he has been through a lot. He's seen so he's, a lot. Lots of kings. Yeah. Lots of lots of uh, um, administrations, so to speak. So, and Danny's quick to pull a trigger. She's not exactly a hothead, but she's more. She, she can le- be. She leans more that way than than the alternative. It's the Targaryen in her. Um. So yeah, I I think that um, I think that Barristan is a good person for her to have around. I think Jora was a little more. He fed into that a little more. Uh, than Barrison does. I think Barrison's a pretty good balance to Danny, whereas Jorah is more like Danny. So I think having Barrison there right now is probably pretty good for her, in my opinion. Lydia, are you done? Yeah. Um, do you have anything to add? Not here, no. Do you like Barrison? I'm kind of indifferent towards him. I, don't I feel know. like you said that before. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I don't think my opinions have changed. I'm a, a Jorah girl. Yeah, we know. <laughs> in a drawer world. In a drawer world. Jorah's still riding somewhere. Somewhere. I think that he offers, I think Barrison offers interesting insight, and I like, I don't know. It is good for her to get some different opinions, but he's not my favorite as a character. I don't think he's super interesting. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, no one, who else is going to tell her about right. like the real shit? that, that Yeah. Because Viserys, all he ever did when he told her the stories was, you know, sort of romanticize it. You know, even stuff with Rhaegar, uh, I assume stuff with, with Ares. But this is the real story yeah. from someone who stood by that king's side all the way to the very end. And it it 
needs to be pointed out, and I think Barrison does that like he never flipped. Like, yeah, Jamie, Jamie's the one that that put his king through or put his sword through the king's back, but mm-hmm. Barrison never flipped. He knew that that wasn't right necessarily, but his duty was for, to the king, and and so he never flipped. So I think that there is that's why he holds so much. Why his advice holds a lot of weight to Danny is that she knows that this is a very loyal human being. Yeah. So, um, I think that is actually the end of Marine. Correct. Yeah. Then we well. Yeah, now we're still across the narrow sea, right? Uh, with Varys and Tyrion riding in there in the the game of Thrones thing. equivalent to an RV. Yeah, yes, a nice, it is. It looked pretty nice. Yeah, to me. it was a good, a nice uh, C class. Yeah, an APC. <laughs> What's that? Armored personnel character. Hey, yeah, Car- yeah. yeah. Tyrion's over that shit. <laughs> he wants to go on a walk. He wants to get out of this fucking box. I like that it opens with him looking in his wine glass and he goes, there's a bug. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little drunk, a little slurred. He's been drunk for like a while now. Oh, yeah. um, but like, not like a, you know, how you get drunk early in the day and you just kind of like keep. It's drunk. like a solid 7.4. Yeah. Out of drunk scale. 10? Yeah. And yeah. he has been for like weeks. Yeah. Which has got to be. Quite the high. Ten is like him at uh, him and Sansa's wedding. Ugh. That was ten. Yeah, Tyrion. Yeah. This is seven point four. This is still able to have a decent conversation, but but still drunk. But very upset about the bug and his wife. Mm-hmm. Um. So they start talking, kind of about. It starts like the plan, but then he's like, "I got to get out of here," and Varys is like, "You absolutely cannot." Uh, Cersei's. Put a basically offered a lordship for whoever brings you brings her your head. Yeah, that's where we find out about the bounty. Yeah, which it was interesting to me that Varys knows that. Varys knows everything. I know, but he's also been on the run. It's just it's just one of those like inter- it's a small detail. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It holds no significance. It's just like one of the little things that there's really it. In all reality, Varys probably wouldn't know that. Well, we don't know how long they spent at Illyrio's palace. You know, there's no, like, we don't have the timeline there. Um, we know it was, it was at least a few days because Tyrion had a chance to clean up and, you know, uh, find better clothes and whatever. But but I think in that time, that would have probably made its way across because Cersei's idea there is to let that spread into the entire, not just Westeros realm, but everywhere um that there is a bounty out on this person and if you if you bring him back dead or alive you get a lordship yeah um so i think it it's a mixture of Varys knows everything but also a like the news was meant to travel yeah you're probably right um then uh yeah so so that's basically where the conversation is they're 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 talking about that and Varys is like Sorry, bud, you can't. And Tyrion's like, well, this sucks. <laughs> like, that's essentially the scene. Um, then we see, after they just finished talking about Cersei, then we see Cersei um, and her crew, Kyburn, um, the mountains there under a sheet, um, Marin Trant, and then these hunters. Is the mountain still there? I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that either. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's in the, he's in the Still back of the shot. Worked on, yeah, huh? Uh, he's he's in that. the shot. 
Cool. Um, but he's it's a different room than he was in before. They've moved right. him, but he's he's over like back by a bookshelf, mm. like basically basically like how uh, the tables here, and then you've got all like where they're standing, and then the staircase on this backside. He's like right underneath where there's huh. the staircase. Didn't even catch that. Um, yeah, I didn't see it either. Yeah, he's under a sheet there. Just a piece of furniture. Yeah, he's like, but it's a big it's a mound, big ass piece. Of like furniture. it's exactly like a goat or a chair. But I don't know why they would have moved him or exactly. how. Like I don't know how any of it happened. But yeah, he's he's there. Um, so they slap the head. The 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 uh, yeah. No uh, no warning. Nope. To the viewer of Just what you're the, about to see. Yeah, but it was a little comedic. You think you find that funny? The well, editing coming, was coming from. What is she going to kill every every uh, dwarf dwarf in yeah. the country? Plot. Cut to Plot. dwarf head. Yeah, that that it was kind of funny. It was also very gross. Yes, I was eating when I watched this the first time. So was I. <laughs> um, so it wasn't like my favorite thing. I mean, Oberyn's head was much more gross. Yeah, I wasn't eating for that one. E- oh, and okay. and there was there was like lead up. There was some warning. Right, if you're a viewer and you're like, okay, he's grabbed him by the head and he's pushing his eyes mm-hmm. and he's saying out loud that I've squished her head in like this. There's some, there's some warning there. I don't usually eat when I watch game of Thrones because I know um, I was eating the first watch through of this. It usually this doesn't time. bother me but for some reason. This one did. Anytime Weird. I'm eating and something gross, like I can't really finish my food. Usually. Um, what were you eating? A burger. Ooh. From, From where? Five Guys, nice burgers and fries. Love Five Guys. They make good burgers. That's my that's my favorite. Like what kind of burger? Fast casual burger, cheeseburger, <laughs> double single. Uh, I usually get their single. All right, little, little cheeseburger doubles a lot mm-hmm. for them. I agree. Um, what do you put on it? Uh, well, grilled onions, grilled onions, and raw onions. Whoa, wow. whoa! There it is. Really <laughs> love those onions. I like the mushrooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a one sauce. All right. Ooh, that's tomato. A, an unpopular add to the burger, but a good add to the burger. A one. Yeah, it's you, always you good. love a one. I love a one. A one's good on any meat. I've been at dinner with you fish. one time, and the meal was served, and we found out that you were out of a one, and you left the meal <laughs> to go buy a one, and then came back. And you <laughs> ate your to meal. be fair, had someone cooked this meal for you? Someone had. Yes. And you left. I went you to left. get a one, and I came right back, and I ate the meal. It was it was the most Justin thing I've ever seen in my life, and it was great. It was pork chops, which I don't love. It wasn't uh-huh. not awkward for me and the other person that was joining me at this dinner, uh-huh. but it was on brand, and well, here's upset the, about that. Here's the part that you may have missed. What did I miss? I had asked. I don't think I missed. The meal preparer. Okay, okay. Earlier, do we have a one? Got it. The meal preparer said, yes. I said, are you sure? They said, yes. So we get to the meal because I said, I don't, I don't like pork chops. Yeah. If I'm going to eat them, I got to have a one. I don't like pork really. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't like pork chops. But in the spirit of just dealing with it i was like okay but we got a one i did check i've got the text messages i can prove it (laughs) Um, no that's fair that's fair he's got the receipt because i had to do it to her later um 
and there was no A1. You had that conversation afterwards? Yes. Because <laughs> uh, she was also unhappy. I wasn't unhappy. She was unhappy. I, I ate my pork chop, and it was a good pork chop. But I understand you don't like pork chop. You don't I, like pork in general. Pork in general, but right. especially pork chops. They're just not... I didn't tell this story to make you look bad. I feel like it, I, I did here. It did. I'm sorry. I was, off that way I was more talking about your commitment to the A1 sauce. Yeah. I I got my A1 and I yeah. ate my pork chops. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't. I, I, I was more. I wanted to draw attention to the commitment. A lot and, of the stories about how weird I am also make me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just. You are you you are very uh it's a it you're kind of a black and white person like there's really no gray area um you do what you do and I love that about you. I also like what I like but I that's why I also check like if someone else is like I'll check do we have a1? Great. Then I'm all set. Then mm-hmm. th- that way I've like prepared cuz I know what I like and what I don't. We got a1. I'm good to go. Guess what we didn't you have? Didn't have a1. A1. And I needed the A1 to be had, able to make it through the pork You chop. had that thing that everybody has in their fridge. It's a bottle that has Two a drops. tiny uh, bit of something in it not, to the point where you don't, when you look in the fridge, you say, what do we need from the grocery store? You say, oh, we have that. Yeah. And then you need that. And you realize I have very little of that. I it happens to me with mayonnaise. I was about to say one day, not that long ago, I was going to make this sauce and mayonnaise is a part of it. And I realized that as a single person, I don't eat a lot of stuff because I don't eat a lot of food anyway. But especially like mayonnaise, why the fuck do I need a jar of mayonnaise? Like I just need like little cups of it. Um, so you just need to go to like restaurants and take and steal their the packets. packets. Yeah, packets. yeah, it's not a steal. Um, that's right. Borrow their packets. They're out there. So I was gonna make this sauce that I you, like put mayonnaise in didn't have my i had mayonnaise but the mayonnaise was like expired because i never use it and i am also the person who will check every date of everything ever as is my wife mm-hmm. I, if i'm getting something out that i haven't used today i'm checking the date my wife went through my parents pantry and like and removed everything that was past the expiration date there were there were bottles of things that were four years, five years past Ooh. expiration dates. Because my mom says, well, it's so-and-so. It doesn't ever go bad. That's how my mom was. Right. But the reason I'm this way is because one time... You did. It wasn't. I drank milk. Oh. That yeah. was chunky. Okay, milk is not... <laughs> but, <laughs> but I said, this is past the expiration. It was like a day or two past the expiration date and she said it's fine i said it's not i'm not gonna eat this was before school one day she said it is it's fine you need to do it and so then i did but it that's was when you killed that guy in the woods that's the dead guy in the woods yeah, yeah. yeah. um you're so mad about the it's actually my mother <laughs> um it wasn't a guy body, at all it wasn't a guy at all um so i i'm weird but i have reasons in my mind, at least. You also stick to them. So you're actually fairly predictable in those ways because as soon as, as soon as in that moment, as soon as we found out that there was not A1 sauce, I knew in my mind, Justin's going to get A1 sauce. <laughs> That's what's going to happen here. And guess what? Sure. That's what happened. Yeah. Predictable, which is nice. <coughs> yeah, it's uh, nice to know what you're going to get from Justin. Yeah. There's never really surprises. It's be A1 if sauce. you ever invite me for dinner, which no one, you have a couple times. You never have ever once. 
I've offered to cook you dinner. I know. You also brought me food and shit when I was sick with COVID. And I really appreciate that. You dropped off. All three of you brought shit. I was going to say, am I just going to get fucked here? No. Everybody here brought shit. Wow. It's like we actually like you or something. That's awesome. It's like we spend every week together. I know. Actually, all of my vitamins that I bought when I had COVID. And then you had, remember you were super sick after that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't COVID. You got tested like six times and it wasn't COVID. And it like might have been the flu, but you were really sick. I brought all of those vitamins then. And then when I got sick again, <laughs> I needed vitamins. It's like, fuck. <laughs> They're over adjusted. Whoops. They're up there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the fuck we did. I know we we're talking. Oh, headless doors. Uh, yes. We were you were eating. We asked wow. you what you were eating. <laughs> oh my God. And then we got to A1. That sauce. was brutal. Sorry. Um, so bubble popping. Basically, they have the conversation about the head, headless dwarfs, not the right one. You know, should we punish these guys? No, because we don't, don't want to discourage the others. Cersei, man. She's like, there will be mistakes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? She don't give a fuck. No. Uh-uh. Then the weirdest part of this whole scene was she was like, get rid of it. And Kyburn's like, actually. You're not going to finish that? You don't mind. <laughs> like, That's- that's a good way to put it, actually. Yeah, that that's exactly what it was like. Um, <laughs> if I may. <laughs> it'll help with my research. Mm-hmm. What are you researching? I don't know. This dude's fucking weird. Bro. Heads. What if the mountain comes back with a dwarf head? Or two heads. The tiny head. Wow. It's like uh, in the office when Dwight says that he had a twin in the womb. Yeah. And he consumed it. Don't say it like that. What? Don't say it. <laughs> you like, like, leaned your head to the side. You looked up to the corner of the room. And you went, Yeah. <laughs> We like The Office in sorry, this room. Sorry, 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 sorry. And if you don't, Unbelievable. I'm sorry. I actually have never watched it, but I know that. You know that one? Quote. Now I have the streak <laughs> of a full-grown man and a baby. Dwight's awesome. The mountain's going to have two heads. One, his normal head, and one Which is large. sewed on. In the sewed on head. one. Yeah. Um, so he asks to keep it. That I don't know what that's about, but, but maybe we'll find out. Um. Then we get Cersei in the small council. Kevin, Kevin's not a Cersei fan. Kevon is not a Cersei fan. So we have that in common. Um, Finally, somebody, though. Finally, like somebody stepping up to to her. Yeah. That is what you should have said. What everyone there should have said is like, you don't have the authority to be doing this. So I'm not, if if Tommen wants me to be the master of war or whatever, then he can tell me himself because he's the king. You don't have that authority. You're the queen mother and nothing else. That's what that that's what Cersei needs. There needs to be some sort of checks and balances to her because, like I was saying earlier, she is unchecked and running wild at yeah. this moment. But if she doesn't get it for from anybody other than Kevin, she's not gonna. Well, the problem is chill. Kevin's gonna wind up in a box yeah. if he keeps doing this. He's the only one. Um. Yes, I know. I spelled dead wrong. That was on purpose. Before you come after me, um, I don't say anything. I know, but you were thinking it. Lydia's still upset because I snapped at her. <laughs> so no, we're not going to say sorry. Just now about the office. Oh yeah, you can see it in her body. She was language. wrong in that. So I think my body Solidarity. language is the same all the time. It is. I, I was thinking why. that earlier. No, your <laughs> you head, sit. your head I, went to the side, I and you tonight. looked up to the up into the left, and which is a telltale sign of annoyance. <laughs> he I knows get, that. I get it all he knows the time. Very well. I live with someone who gives me that. <laughs> Hi, Emily. I know. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> or is that? Oh, she changed her body language. She did. Now you're doing look this much all the time. More, okay. Much more engaged. Right? 
I think so. I don't know. Still close. Now you're more, gonna, I love that now you're going to think about it. What's more okay with my shit is, is what this body language is yeah. putting out there. And then she gives a sigh and says, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> Let's not bad. make me the subject. <laughs> I like when Continue. you're the subject. One, because you're a little uncomfortable with it. But two, because we all like you. And I like talking about you. Great. How many times have you invited Lydia over for dinner? We were yeah, talking about. That's true. Goes both ways. I invite my dude. you to my house every week. That doesn't count. Yes, it does. It's not really. Well, I guess it is an invite for her. You invite her. You don't. It's me and Keith. We just, just like. We are just here. You it's invited fine. me. Can, can once. we come? I invited you a few times in the beginning. That's true. And then it became a thing. Yeah. And now if you stop coming, you're going to get. I know. <laughs> harassed. That is what happened. And guilted. I'm unguiltable. Yeah, I know. That's the hard <laughs> hard thing with you. Normally, good, I, good for you. Normally, I can make it work, the guilt thing, but not with you. No. Um, good job, Lydia. I have the guilt, and I have extreme FOMO. You, I, no one has to guilt you to do anything. No. But I, I do have the guilt. I love missing out. Please I, let I, me I miss be, out. But invi- everything but, but all invite the time. me. I want to be That's invited. That's true. I want to say no. Right. I want the plans to be canceled. <laughs> Is what I want. That's exactly. I want to say yes to it. We get up to it, and I go. I don't want to do that. It'll be fun, but and then it's, sorry, we can't do it. Oh no, I want. Ugh. I want to be invited. I want to say no, and yeah. then I want to hear that no one else participated. Oh. Last week, I had something every single night that I had agreed to do, and like, did that make you feel good? While it was, so while cool it was something that I know that I I want. I also same thing. I kind of hate that I have to go do it. Right. Yeah. But if I'm at home and I know that's happening without me, I'm going to be just very upset. About it. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, you're like, yes. Yeah, this already happened. The Spider-Man movie. Yes. I was was invited to as well and I couldn't go. And I was like, damn, I really, like, I don't fucking, I, I know like two people there, but I wanted to go because I just wanted to be. I wanted you to be there. Included. No, I, and I know well, that. You, I, I, I wanted don't remember. Justin to be there. I think I was, yeah, I was I otherwise incapacitated, but. I wanted Lydia to be there. She wasn't there either. I bought a ticket. This whole podcast. How are you there? Show up for my birthday. You didn't go? I had a work thing. I'll tell you what. No. Oh. Um, oh, sorry. Work <laughs> I didn't thing. mean to bring up old wounds. It's fine. It was more about the FOMO it's thing. I said, yeah, it. I'll be there. Lydia was like, yeah, I'll be there. Buy me a ticket. Oh, I, I have to work. I wasn't there. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. You said I didn't do that. Sorry. That's what you wanted to do. I provided a ticket for another friend, maybe. No one. Perhaps. She should have given it to somebody. Went left, into the ether. Left the empty seat. Did you go there. by yourself? This is Lydia. No, there were like no, 20 no, no. There were there. lots of people. There. Oh, great. Well, that makes it better. Rub it in a That's little. That's why bit. I didn't feel so many friends. So so upset. Sorry, I've got like four. No, you have a lot Gang's of friends. all here. One. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Do we count as friends? Yeah. Yes. There's one other person that's not here. All right. I mean, my wife is my friend, is it, but yeah, was, but that's not the one I that's was. That's like your mom is your friend kind of thing. No, I have a few, but sometimes it feels right. like I like them more than they like me. Well, next week I want you to come with your top ten list of friends. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that. That sounds fun. Right. <laughs> oh, we could do that. That sounds like it might. And I want you get to rank heated. everybody in this room um, by smartness. <laughs> Okay. At the start of every now. podcast, I need you to do that. <laughs> and help. I'm at the bottom. I know that. Um, nobody else would say one fell swoop. So That's correct. Yeah. We all knew that that was wrong. To be fair, when I heard it, I knew it was wrong. Too. To be fair. When, to be yeah. fair, you probably make the most out of any of us in this room, though. So Make? 
Yeah. Rank us on money. Oh, on money. Oh, on wealth. Oh, money wise. Right. Oh. Can you do that? Um, so all that intelligence isn't doing anyone on this side of the room any good. I mean, maybe Lydia. <laughs> hey. No, but at least you I guys. I do fine. You do I, fine. Yeah. I do all right. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's as much as people think. Anyways. I don't know what we're doing. I don't Me know either. what we're doing either. I have no idea what the we're fuck we're doing. How do we get here? Way into. Um, I don't know, but let's again. just talk about Cersei and the small council. She's running that shit. Kevin doesn't like it. Uh, and he says, you can find me at Casterly Rock if you have anything else to say, bitch. Um, and that's basically that. And then we... What? So, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was. I thought that... I, for some reason, thought Cersei named Mace uh, Tyrell Hand of the King, but it's not. It's Master of Coin and Master of Ships. So he has two titles. Which is cool. Cersei says that she's going to, she's not going to be hand of the king because that would be that's that's crazy. not a woman's job. But she's going to be the person who advises yeah, until the boss, Thomas boss of age. So, anyways, yeah. Um, and Kyburn's the new master of whispers. Yes, and other dude is not excited about that. I no, so doesn't like it. Aim about it. He's butt hurt over Kyburn. Well, he should get good then. Yeah, if you're better at your job. But anyways. Sorry. That's okay. Then we get a pretty throwaway scene. Shireen and Gilly and Sam. Shireen's teaching Gilly to read. It's not a throwaway scene because education is important. Um, Adult literacy. We do learn one interesting fact here. The youngest Lord Commander ever elected was 10. Yeah, Gilly, Gilly. (laughs) That was such a great. Yeah, like S. It's an S. The the youngest Lord Commander was a ten-year-old. I know S. I know S. (laughs) Makes me think, what the fuck were the Nights Watch people doing? Who voted for him? Who voted for a ten-year-old to lead you? Maybe he was just really cool and an old soul, you know. (laughs) But I promise you, no matter how cool a ten-year-old is, if I'm an adult. I'm not going to pick a 10-year-old to lead anything. Yeah, but maybe it was like a Joffrey or Tommen situation where like they're leader, but they're not actually leader. Or where they're quote-unquote 10 and they're actually Right, they're actually mid-30s. That's probably more accurate. Yeah. Um. So really, it's mostly a throwaway scene. I liked the scene until what's-her-name's mom came in. Celise. And then Celise. I was like, She's why did you come? She's the worst. You came downstairs. You told everyone to leave. You yelled at your daughter. You left. What did you accomplish? Unnecessary. It's and like, talk shit about Gilly. Yeah. Which we all talk shit about Gilly. But well, don't. But you don't get to you talk shit did. about Gilly. I, do, I like Gilly. Oh, I thought we were all in solidarity <laughs> with this. But well, I we talk we shit too. about Gilly. Guys, but it's okay for us to do Gilly it. Gilly sucks. No, fuck, right. fuck, yeah, fuck Gilly's. Gilly's, Gilly's are person to right. talk about not yours yeah I'll fuck her up yeah she's trying Gilly. to read right. i was i was kind of interested what's the girl's name there shireen shireen, shireen. and salise yeah i 10 times sure and i have not i was kind of interested it. in the whatever thing that she had like it was interesting to hear about that a little bit more grayscale yeah yeah she says it yeah. she, she does, does. Yep. Okay. yes yeah. she says it in fact it was asked <laughs> right. what do you call it grayscale what do you call it we don't yeah we don't I love that. She was like, my sisters had it. They died. My dad drugged them into the woods on leashes. Yeah. Like animals. There was, yeah, there was more. more It was kind of an explanation of what that disease kind of plays out to be, which was interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's as, well, it was kind of like, you know, 
they 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 kind of made it a big like monologue for Gilly, which she hasn't had a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I just don't listen to her when she talks usually. <laughs> That's when you decided to play the Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. That's when I was like, "Fuck this! I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do this miserable training of this new game." Uh, but God. but so she kind of goes into the so Shireen's was cured, Somehow. but she goes into what happens if it's not cured mm-hmm. and how that plays out. And she mentions that her sisters were no longer her sisters, and they were acting more like animals at the end. And her dad had to drag them out into the woods and I think we all know what happens when Craster drags people to the woods. They become White Walkers. So now we have grayscale White Walkers. Well, the babies do. Awesome. We don't know what happens to grayscales. I was, I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there are. Yeah. I just thought it was neat. Like werewolf a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it, it, it does paint the picture a little bit. Which, who knows if they use that going forward, but at least we know what's on her face, why it's there, what happens if this disease that's out there in this world that we didn't know about before. Yeah. After this, we go to John and Stannis. Um, basically, Stannis is... Well, the first thing is he, he has that letter that was delivered from Leon of Mormont, who is... Uh, Lord Commander Mormont's niece, um, and he says, "I, you know, he basically was saying, hey, I'm, I'm calling you to fight for me." Uh, and her response was, "Uh, the North knows, or, or um, I'm sorry, Bear Island. Bear Island knows no king but the king in the North, whose name is Stark." Boom. And I instantly love her the most. And it shows the writing on it too, and it does look like a ten year old's writing. It's kind of yeah. like scratchy and. It's awesome. A 10-year-old wrote that. Yeah. And she loves Rob as much as the rest of us. Yeah, Stannis calls her this wretched girl. Yeah. <laughs> this wretched girl, Liana Mormont. I love... That's the buddy cop film I want to see. I want to see this Liana Mormont, who knows no king but the king of the north, whose name is Stark, versus Stannis, who thinks she's the this wretched girl. I want to see that one. What a response. Like, yeah. what a response... That that takes some balls. Yeah, it's awesome. That takes some pussy. If we want to, yeah. yeah. This is quite the power episode for ten year olds. Absolutely, <laughs> it really true. is. It yeah, honestly, except for Tommen. Yeah. Well, he's well, he's not thirty nine now. That's so. right. That's right. He's, <laughs> he's at least twenty four. <laughs> then we get. Uh, then Stannis goes into his plan. Uh, he tries to to talk about uh, you know John coming and supporting him, helping him. With the backing of the North, and John's like, I can't do that, uh, mainly because I'm a snow. And Stannis says, well, all you got to do is kneel, uh, swear your allegiance to me, and and you'll rise John Stark, uh, Lord of Winterfell. Dude, when he said the word John Stark. It's weird. It gave me goosebumps. It's weird to hear, because he's been John Snow this whole time. Um, got a nice ring to it. When that first happened, what were your thoughts? Uh, I think I was kind of still doubling down on what I said last week, <clears throat> just about how he's going to put his vows first. But like I, it seemed like he was seriously considering it. 
And like he says in the next scene, like that's all he's wanted his whole life is to like talk to a king. Yeah. And be like, hey, don't make me like make me not a bastard. Oh, all he's got to do is kneel. Stannis is real into people kneeling. Yeah. <laughs> real he likes the, into he likes the formality. The kneel. Yeah. He'd be a big fan of, of Kaepernick. Yeah. <laughs> big fan. Big Kaepernick supporter. <laughs> Um, that's a sports reference for you, non-sports people. I got it. Uh, yeah, um, that became. I figured. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it it transcended sports, but I just wanted to make sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I like. There's so much about John's character that is fascinating, but he's also. I mean, I've talked about it. He's a boring character, but there's so much that like is intriguing about him, and the, I think the biggest part of that is his history. Like growing up in Winterfell with the Stark brothers and sisters, uh, but the brothers are the ones who were in line primarily for, you know, the lordship and being the warden of the north and Catelyn never liking him. You know, he was always like this outsider, but Ned treated him like a son. Like it was just a weird dynamic. Um, and he was left. I mean, his last conversation with Ned was when we meet again, I'll tell you about your mother. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you everything. You'll know the whole story. Um, and he was left hanging. And now he's got an opportunity to not get all the answers, but to have the final piece that he wanted come into play. Yeah. Um, That's why it gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Because, like, I can... I. I mean, I don't know what it feels like in that scenario, but I could, I can. To be a bastard. Well, it's yeah, not the well, most fun. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not pretending to know what I, what, how that would make you feel, but at the same time, I love John. Like, you got, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Like, he, he does, he is somewhat of a boring character. I would have, I would love a fan fiction that is a spinoff here where he says yes to this, and then him as the uh you know warden of the north and lord of winterfell and all that kind of stuff way more interesting character that being said <laughs> i've loved john from the beginning um feel like he's a very relatable character for me but that just gave, gave me goosebumps when he said that because you know that's what john's always wanted he, he's yeah. been talking about that since fucking episode one yeah um and like you said the ned thing i think at the time we didn't realize what this show was but now we kind of get the feel of anytime they say, hey, when we meet again, that's not going to happen. Nope. Yeah. That's you a can count that out. Right. That's at the time you don't realize that that's how it's going to go. But I think now we, we know that. Um, but I would have loved to see what would have happened. Yeah. And yeah. It gave me goosebumps when he said John Stark. Um, but even when, I mean, even before when he talks to Sam, before the, the vote, he's talking to Sam and he says, I'm not going to do it. Um, so anyways, yeah. Um, well, that scene actually happens now. Right. Um, so he, yeah, he's telling Sam about, you know, their conversation and Sam's like, well, I'm happy for you. You know, it's been good to know you. And he's like, actually, I'm going to refuse him. Um, then we get called for the vote for Lord Commander. Dennis Malister and uh, and um, Alistair Thorne are the two candidates. Uh, and then Sam speaks up. I love that the first thing he does here is really like uh, throw Janos Slint 
under the wagon. That was yeah, delightful. So good. So good. And and Janice like screams out that, you know, it's not true. And Sam just keeps going. I just thought it was so good. Um and really, really does what I had hoped would happen a long time ago, and that's put him in his place. You want me I kinda wanna read it. Yeah, go ahead. It's so good. Uh so Janice says another wildling when, when Sam starts to talk, says another wildling lover, just like his friend Jon Snow. How's your lady love, Slayer? And Sam says, Her name is Gilly. Uh Brother Slint knows her well. <laughs> they cower together in the larder, which we found out what that room was. Apparently it's called the Larder during the Battle of the doesn't, Wall. Doesn't clarify anything for me. It says a wildling girl, a baby, and Lord Janice. <laughs> I found him there when the battle was over in a puddle of his own making. It's so good, so good, man. And um, and I like I like that Sam doesn't shit on Alistair Thorne on this because Alistair did do a good job of leading the watch during that battle. Yep. And and Alistair Thorne, his whole career has done a lot of really admirable things and things that are good for his job. Right, he's, he's just a, a shit dickhead. person. Yeah, but he's he is actually very accomplished in his work. Yeah. Yeah, he said Sir Alistair fought bravely. It's true. Uh, when he was wounded, John was the one who saved us. So like, he gives him, he gives him, you know, credit where credits due. I like that. I like that I because too. everything else that the other people are saying, they're not necessarily giving any credit to the other candidates. Yeah. Um, but this is good. So, anyways, and Sam's speech was was very good about John. Um, yeah. Talks about Lord Commander Mormont chose him for his own steward. He saw something in him that all of us have seen. John led the the uh, the mission to avenge uh, Mormont at the Crasher's Keep. Um, he may be young, but he's the commander we turn to when the night was darkest. Yeah, that's a good goosebumps line. again. <laughs> that's a good line. Um, one thing that really bothered me about this scene, and this is nitpicking again, the tokens. So, like, did they pass? two tokens out to everybody at the beginning because um what's his face maester uh, Eamon yeah stands up and says you know the circles for yeah it's the triangle for thorn the square the for square for Dennis, uh, Dennis Malister, and then he doesn't right say, so like yeah. you think at this point people are thinking those two shapes also how many times did they have to ask like before they which vote? one's which wait okay. I want to make sure <laughs> so my question is, how did this go down from a practical standpoint? Because Sam really threw a wrench in the plan because they're ready to vote. Then he adds another candidate, but there wasn't like a table where people were grabbing them. They were walking up and inserting. Right. So they already had them in their hand. Where did they get them? Were they given the tokens? And then they had to go around and pass a third shape out to every person in the room. Right. I'm just confused at the Three shapes does get confusing. It throws me off a little bit. Did we see them walk up with the shapes? Yeah, yeah. so they dropped the tokens in the little jar, and then to count the uh, vote, they broke the jar. Break the jar. The, okay, yeah, okay. Um, onto the little dowels. Yeah, but maybe they just had the third shape handy. Yeah, just in case there's three candidates. Behind and they whipped it out. I I think that's probably how it would have happened. <laughs> you know, like what you're saying, where they passed them all out at the beginning, so you now have so in your hand you have a triangle and a square. And then okay, I guess John's in there. Let's pass out a pass circle. out another one. I just that really it's not the most threw efficient off the timing, way. right? Yeah. So, but they, they also have the <laughs> scanner machines. 
Right. Scantrons. Right. <laughs> yeah. No hanging chads. Yeah. Make sure you no. fill in the whole bubble. It was, it was real confusing. The, my brain, that's how it worked. If sure. anybody's ever curious, that's how my brain works. That was the thing that I was paying attention to in this scene. Yeah, this is not a detail, eh? That's how the fuck did the tokens about. work? I just wanted to know how the Come tokens on, Eamon. I was Explain it better. Right I was, to George. I was there with you. I just, Everyone right? Is. Like, yeah. how, I wasn't. How did you, you weren't there. How did you get these oh, tokens? I didn't think about it. Where did they come from? Where did they... St- where did they go? Where did they come from? Where did they come Joe? from? Where did they go? Cotton Eye Joe. Um, so at the end, John is elected. He had me of Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Took him a while. I just had to. Yeah. I had to get it out because it was fun. in my head. It just took a while. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was thinking about other things. The melody. I gave you like some time. Still not sure if I hit it. But <laughs> you didn't. It Try good. again. It's good enough. No, I'm not going to try again. No, come on. That was no, hurtful. Yeah, give us a clean take. I don't was... think the actual melody hits that melody, so I think you're fine. Oh, good. <laughs> Perfect. So John's elected. I'm done now. Okay. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and I was wrong last week. Yes, you were wrong. Thank God. What did you say last week? I said it would be the Shadow Tower dude. Oh, yeah. Which, he poor Shadow Tower dude. He got so few votes. It's just a couple. All the guys from the Shadow Tower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you you were thinking that your your logic was there. You were thinking there were more people over there because Castle Black was decimated. But it seems like that's not the case. Seems like there were five people over there. Well, right. in your defense, thank you. A lot of the Castle Black people who probably would have voted for him ended up voting for John. Right. Also, that guy was very, very old. He was real like, old. What are you? How yeah, many they would have had a 999th. We'd be voting again next quick. month. Right. You know? And he took it well. He was nice. He did. He yeah. Shaking hands. Right. All that stuff. Kissing babies. better than Alistair. Yeah. I know you said shaking hands, but it sounded like you said chicken hands. <laughs> chicken hands. Chicken fingies. Chicken's big. And this is this Man, is where, because I've watched next week's episode already. Shame. What? Yeah. Shame. Whoa. This, this is where it starts to bleed for me. Yeah. Okay. This, so the, you're a bleeder now. I'm a bleeder now. The help. nice watch stuff ends here, right? John gets elected and it ends. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. it, there's some more pageantry to it because the it's it's a tie, <laughs> right. right? And then and then Eamon cast yeah. his and, and he Eamon, sits down Eamon and has smiles. to feel and make sure. up the yeah. tokens. Why and... not just ask, like, or or just say, like, I vote for John. <laughs> you know, I got to feel the tokens and I got to slide it on the right. Had to dowel. be official. Yeah, I guess so. Had to be dramatic. Yeah. Um, and then they then everyone cheers and then that's it, right? We don't uh, get any that's, more that's Castle Black. Correct. John okay. stands up. They start chanting, John Snow, John Snow, John Snow. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I didn't get into any next week stuff. Thank you. So nope. then we get the this, this scene with Arya and the pigeon. And she does kill that pigeon pretty quickly. Then the, the strange men. And then the, the new old man character from the House of Black and White just kind of makes an appearance. And everybody goes running. Because um, you don't fuck with that guy. Apparently. No, you do not fuck with that guy. Do you think Arya would have taken him? Guy had a dagger. I think she would have got him. The, 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 like. First guy? Yeah, I think she could have killed one oh, of them, but I think they probably would have. Yeah. You think? Just numbers wise messed her up. Yeah. I agree with that. She seemed pretty confident. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. You got to be confident in that situation. I guess. Lucky the old guy was there. Yeah. I mean, do you think he could have? They thought so. I guess. 
I mean, but we also know he's jocking. We, we know who he is, and we saw what he did to uh, all those Lannister soldiers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So then the old guy, she follows him back to the house of black and white. He reveals that he is in fact Jockin Hagar, Woo! and not old man. Old um, man, Hagar. what? He. She's like, you said that, you know, she's complaining. Just very, be happy. Yeah. A man does not have a name. Mm. Very, very jocking line. Yeah, and then what was that? the, you, uh, a girl must, what was the next part? A girl must, um, something Sorry. you, you basically, you also have to have no name. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so she said, well, who are you then? And Jockin says no one. And that is who a girl must become. Yes. Um, then we go back to Marine. So were you excited to see Jockin again? I was. I was also really excited, and I didn't do it. I wanted to rewind to see if his feet were black, too, when he took off his <laughs> oh. mask. So I was like, have you been black all over or just your head? And I missed something, and then I didn't. But mm, That would have been a good catch. Maybe this. Maybe tomorrow I'll go back and watch it again. Yeah. Let us know, because I'm curious now. Okay. And let's be honest, I'm not going to go back and watch it. Right. I, I think that they used an actor with, yeah, it was black. So <laughs> yes, I think obviously. the feet are going to be black, yeah. But just as Justin was explaining his brain, mine That's was. how yours worked. Were his feet black? What else was black? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeez. Well, so the show would have used a black actor. Right. Obviously. But in the show... Was he using just a face mask or was he using gloves and feet socks and right? You know, I I agree with you. There's some questions that need answering. Um, I don't know that we're gonna get them. We're gonna like write to George and there's gonna be like 30 questions, and they're all gonna be they're all gonna be dumb. Listen to our hey, where did they get all the 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 tokens to vote? The tokens for voting. How did they pass them out? Did you run out of names? Is that why you said Duncan and Kevin and Kevin? Yeah, where did these stupid ass names come from? Were Jockin's feet black? Where did you make up the name Lawless? And why? Did you just hear Lucy Lawless and thought, yep, that's a name I want? That'll work. Also, why did you kill Ned Stark in season one? Yes. And his answer, we know his answer to that. And then Rob again in season five, three. And why is John so boring? Have I talked about the actors actually talking to George? No. In this at all? So, uh, so you know, when when some of these actors after, I think I think it was uh, either Rob or or somebody along those lines that had been in it for a few seasons. Uh, they actually, when they got the script for the for whatever that season was, they went back to George and was like, "Hey, I really." don't want to like be done with this. Like I'm, I was, have been waiting for a big break. I, I needed it. This was my job. This is, I, I want to keep acting. Is there anything we can do here? And, and George, that was the first time he, he says, it's the first time he's ever thought of, he, he wrote these books. These weren't people right. with jobs and, and careers and, you know, livelihoods. And so that was a big thing for him to think like, well, shit, I'm actually kind of fucking with people's, livelihoods here now um anyways it doesn't have any bearing on the show time or... for flashbacks yeah i guess <laughs> all right i'll write you in later don't worry um but anyways that's all i've always found that kind of interesting when a it writer is. writes a book but doesn't really think about it the fact that you know later on this it might be, be a television show right and i know that's not really going to come into anyone's mind but right. um 
but that would be hard to have that conversation with somebody. Be like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Like, I wrote that shit like 20 years ago. So yeah, he wrote like, these in the 90s, right? When Something they make like this that. a television show, like, what do you think? Who do you think is going to play all of us? And yeah, who gets killed first? Yeah, well, they they've actually Hopefully asked me. me. They've asked me who they who I want to play mm-hmm. Keith and Lydia. Um, and what'd you say? Uh, you said you and Justin. Idris right? Elba for Keith. That checks out. Yep, 100. percent And I was. Thinking maybe like a uh, what's um like an Emily Blunt maybe for for Lydia nah, um, Emma Watson for sure. Ooh, okay. I'll, I'll see what I can do for show. All right. I'll and and it. you and Justin. I I haven't thought about. Oh, mine's that. Richard Madden for sure. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of like it's kind of Inceptiony. Richard yeah. Madden talking. I would also Madden. accept. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. Mm. I thought you were going to say Lynn Manuel Miranda. No. That's that's you. He's too singy for yeah. me. Yeah, that would Ooh, check okay. out for you. Yeah, he's right. just really loved your Hamilton stuff. I was thinking about like, I playing do it. I was thinking about playing myself, but Of course you are. <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything different. Um, I realized recently how badly I hate being on camera. So I could never play myself or anything, anybody for that matter. Were you in an acting Been making gig? movies? Yeah. Uh, no, they were at our office uh, singing happy birthday to people, and the camera was like pointed in my direction, and I... Ducked under your desk? Didn't like it. When he says singing happy birthday to people... Does he mean himself? It was to him and <laughs> it, to others. Him and people. We do group birthdays now. Oh, did you just do April birthdays? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, that was an unnecessary, unnecessary detail, but... The camera was pointed like at us, and mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, most of time. your like stories and stuff are other people. Yeah, I don't really like to do the whole like. Yeah, well, that's why I learned hey how guys. to do photography, so I never have to be on the other side of the camera. Boom! It frustrates me when uh, stories start with "Hey guys, hey. Ha- happy Tuesday," and then you go on. I hate that shit. Yeah. I is that directed to one of us in here? No, but yeah, me and all no, of my vlogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> not at all. Like Tuesday's a fucking holiday. Like, yeah, shut right. the fuck, fuck up. off. You're a, a, clearly an influencer and don't do anything. I, I'm, Show me I'm this at, I'm fucking food you made. Yeah. Like, let's get on with it. Right. Anyways, um, so from there back to Marine, right? Yeah. And I think it's the prison scene, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the this is the prison scene where the son of the harpy is down on the ground. And they go in for him. So the guy's name is Masador, apparently, not the son of the harpy. The uh, the Former slave. Yeah. Which is a good name. Way better than Duncan. Oh, yeah. He had to reach into the bag of names for the the Marine people. Yeah. Uh, His daughter daughter is Alaric. He was just looking around. He was like, "Uh, Moss and a door. (laughs) Yeah, he lost a door. (laughs) That's that's probably pretty accurate. Are you going to? Oh, I thought you were going to be gone. I mean, there's not really much, uh, you know, much dialogue. But, yeah, Moss door walks in. And I think originally when I saw it, I was thinking that he was going to be the one to bring him out to the trial maybe. Um, but uh, the harpy actually says back to him in Valyria and she says, she doesn't belong here talking about Daenerys. Uh, no matter how many of you traitors call her Misa, she'll never be your mother, which is true. Um, that's not how things work, but uh, I mean, it could be. I guess, and maybe we don't know. In this she world, could adopt him. Yeah, she could adopt him. Um, <laughs> and Masador just stares. You have something against adoption? I don't. I have nothing. No. You have something against people who've been adopted? 
Say it to Keith's face. Yeah, that's I'm both of those. Say it to his face. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> that's it's not, it's not can, how it works. You can keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, it, it kind of cuts, uh, and we don't really know what happened until the next scene um, where the harpy is displayed in the street with the mask on and dead. Yeah, it was good. Kill the masters. Right next to kill the masters. I liked, I liked that move. Okay. Kill him and, and make a scene. I like it. Well, I mean, you're, you've got more uh, experience with dead bodies than anybody here. That's true. It's so true. whenever you found any of those with next to it, kill the masters in any of those um, scenarios? Or golden masks? I didn't have time to write that. With wide open eyes? <laughs> didn't, I didn't have the time. Didn't have the brush. I had to, I had to get out of there quick. <laughs> next time, bring the brush. Um <laughs> So at that point, Masador is in, in chains, standing in front of Danny in the Great Pyramid. Uh, and Danny just asked the simple question, why? why? What are you doing? We talked about this. We were going to do this. And you just fucked this shit up. And he was very clear. He was, he was like thinking that he was going to get either rewarded or that or he did the right thing. Not in trouble. Not in trouble. He did the right thing. He you know did what, uh, what they asked of the marine slaves when they were taking over marine and he says i was the first one to pick up a sword when uh when gray worm came in and talked to us i was ready to do that I'm, and I'm, I'm still ready to do that i'm not going to let this happen uh, to go back into slavery these sons of the harpy that's what they want they would put a chain back on my neck i'm not gonna let that happen and and so i i killed him like we killed like we were supposed to kill the masters right um and Danny said there are no more slaves. There are no more masters. Uh, and he asked a good question back. And who lives in the pyramids? Boom. Ooh. Got him. Uh, Danny says the harpy's life was not yours to take. Um, once the masters were the law. And Masador says, but now you're the law. And she says, no, the law is the law. Here's my question, since we talked about law earlier. How the fuck is there a law that people are supposed to know about now that there's a new leader? I think killing people is probably known, right? No, when she came in that that like you just said, when she rolled up in this bitch, she gave them she ar- armed all of them and said kill these people. Yeah. So now it's bad and then crucified like and then, 100 and then yeah, some of them. So like it's a little confusing. That's a good point. Because she has kind of led the way with lots of killing. And it wasn't like he killed some innocent person. He killed the enemy. Right. And also, like, <clears throat> the conversation with Barristan, Barrist, whatever. Yeah, Barristan's right. Got it. Um, <clears throat> was, se- like, not secret, but <clears throat> not, like, in front of people. Right. So, like, he didn't know what was supposed to be going on. Yeah. The last Masador had heard, she was planning to have him killed. Right, and that's why I th- I thought that's why he was like I unchained your hands or whatever she, he said to her. It kind of felt like he was saying I I know you couldn't do that, so I did so it I did it for you. you. Right, I right. just recently rewatched uh, the Dark Knight movies, mm-hmm. and in in the in the Dark Knight, the second one, there's a scene uh, where they got the two fairy ships, and there there's bo- explosives on both, and they've given the detonator to the other boat. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where the the guy who's on the boat with the prisoners stands up and says, uh, give it to me. 
and I'll do what you should have did right. 10 minutes ago. And basically painting this picture of like, I know you can't do this, so I'll do it for you. I'll I'll be the bad guy. I'll be and then he ends up tossing out the window, right. you know, and and proving everybody wrong. But um the it, it was kind of reminiscent of that because I had just watched it like exactly what you're saying. You can't do this. I understand that, so I'll do it for you. And then everyone's happy. The 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 master, it, you know, the Harvey is dead. I'm not going to be put back in chains by him. You don't have to have done this. I mean, killing someone is tough and it's got to be hard. I wouldn't know, but like, I would imagine that's not an easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. And you, you can wash your hands of it. It's all done. Everything's fine. We can move on and on to the next project. Kind of like an enforcer type thing. Right. Like you, you, it kind of felt like he had been given the, the, impression that that's what she wasn't able to do it so he stepped up to the plate and did something and then she turns around and takes his head which is fucking crazy yeah yeah i mean all, all those are good points i think i think in his mind obviously that's what you're right hey, that's what is what he was thinking um i mean the the trial was probably going to be pretty Quick and easy. Conclusive, like... Yeah, they found him, him. hiding yeah. in a house with... Did you do this? Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. All right, done. Um, Execution. But, you know, obviously Danny's trying to hold to what her embarrassment talked about and be a fair ruler and not just one that you know, skips through things. Also, has she, she, has she had any trials since she's been a Marine? Not that we know of. So, like... That's what I'm getting to with the whole law point. Like there, there are no standards established right. for what's, what's a trial now. And it's fairly, right, fairly exactly. hypocritical when she just crucified, you know, probably a few a few months ago at this point, right? Like, just crucified 163 masters. Well, that, but then that weren't like found guilty and nope, you know, just whatever. did it. Just just these. And I don't remember if this is the next scene, but like she goes from like, no, we were supposed to have a trial to like, all right, you're dead. Cut his head off. He didn't get tried. Yeah. Well, he yeah. confessed to it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Still got to try him. If you're uh, surrounded yeah. by that crowd, have a trial. Right. Well, I mean, his dar, his dar, and Dario say the same thing. Like she shouldn't have done this in front of everybody. Just cut his head off in the pyramid and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then, but she does. She does talk to the people at this point, like out in the the square. Um and says you open your gates to me because I promise you freedom and justice. One can't exist without the other. Uh, citizen Marine was awaiting trial. This man murdered him. The punishment is death. Um, everyone screams mercy. Everyone screams Misa. Lots of Jar Jar Binks Lots in the crowd. Of Jar Jar Binks. Yep. Um, Emily felt like that was too much. Did you Did you feel like it's too like Is it annoying at this point? The Misa thing. Yeah. A little bit. I, I thought it was annoying at the beginning, but. <laughs> I've always thought it was annoying. Yeah. Um and so they do it. They lop his head off. Dario does. And the Mercy I, and Misa chance. I just couldn't believe I couldn't believe that she had him killed. Yeah, I expected that to just be like, and I'm gonna show mercy. Yeah. Cause justice isn't vengeance or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. But she showed took his head. And then 
No head. She did. You got but she did at. not swing the sword. Yeah. She's a boot. <laughs> well, I feel like this has been a shit on Danny night. Uh, I, I, this isn't my favorite Danny episode. Yeah. Play Is stupid there? games. Get made fun of by the ultimate dungeon. Uh, yep. Game Dra- of Thrones podcast. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons podcast. That's Dragons and Dreadforts is what we're here to do. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm a fair. I'll shit on anybody. I've never heard what it sounds like <laughs> for thousands of people to start hissing at one time. That's a pretty menacing sound. Yeah, it's a little eh, scary. I don't know if scary. It's, it scared me a little bit. No. You're a pussy though. It's just That's a bunch true. of gillies learning <laughs> the letter S. Right. Is it true? <laughs> they know S now too. Um, yeah. So from there, we're back in the pyramid, and um, everyone's kind of talking like. We're going to have to stand guard tonight, all of those kind of things. She sends everybody away. And then we hear footsteps on the rooftop. Santa Claus. Maybe yeah. Santa. Santa? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> it's not. It makes not. you think of uh, Will Ferrell when he sees Santa at the mall. Santa! <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. He's so excited. Yeah, I think that's why she went out there. She was thinking Santa. I don't think it's Christmas. It's not Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. It's not Danny Miss. Get it? I get yeah. it. Yeah, that, was, that was good. That was good. Um, no, it's it's Dragor on the roof. Yeah, it is. Dragar. Dragar. Sorry, Dragar. <laughs> hey, you're me now. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I know it's hard to get the name right, but it's Dragar. Was... <laughs> if you don't mind, Drogon. Yeah, it is Drogon. It's yes. Drogon on the roof. Look at you. You knew it. Is it because we said the wrong ones first? Probably. If we had said the right one, you'd have gone Dragar. I don't know. Mm. Guess we'll have to find out next week. She tune in next time to find out what Keith calls something. Is very surprised to see Dragar, Dragor, Dragar, Dragar, and um, weren't we all? Were you surprised that he's back? Uh, yes. Yeah, I did think that that's who was showing up, but I was surprised that he came back. Yeah. But I guess there was time for him to show up and then do nothing. Do you think she kills him because he killed that little girl? I mean, she's got to. Is that the why law, he flew away? The law's the law. <laughs> yep. All right, Dario. <laughs> Go get him. Cut his head off. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I'm busy. That we day. get a real good close-up to the dragon. What was your thought about the CGI close-up to the dragon? It wasn't It wasn't bad. I, oh. uh, I did think... I imagine it would snap at her. So yeah. I was happy that it didn't. Yeah, he did give that vibe. And you saw it on her face. She oh, like yeah. reached out and then she was like, uh, this isn't going how I thought. I don't know what she expected, but he didn't never like he was never aggressive to her. So I don't know why she all of a sudden got like hesitant. I guess she just got fearful. Well, yeah, probably because of what she just did to her other two dragons. Yeah. Yeah, Drogon found it. out. And yeah. big big bros back for vengeance. Yeah. I mean, I honestly I expected this scene to end with like him like Busting open that uh, tomb door or whatever mm, to get them out. Yeah, maybe next week. I I think this was a so at the end of last episode, Dario or towards the end of last episode, Dario is talking to Danny, uh, and basically is saying like you can't be a, a dragon queen without dragons. Um, and we saw her trying to go through sort of being a ruler in this and being kind of caught between a rock and a hard place and. Do I kill this guy? Do I kill that guy? What do I do? It blows up in her face. And then 
when she's trying to figure out who am I, what am I doing, Drogon. Yeah. It it was a good moment in that aspect. Fire and blood, motherfucker. Because Danny, she really has fallen into like the political piece and out of the conqueror piece. And that's really where we, f- not when we first meet her, but when we first see her become her own thinker and her own independent like character, she is doing so with the mindset of conquering. And we haven't seen that in a while from her. She's very good at the conquering piece. She's not good at the political ruling it's right been now. Tough. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be hard for anybody in that scenario. I, I don't think any of the decisions she's made are easy. I think no. that some of them are wrong, but yeah. that doesn't make it easy. You know, it's not it's not she didn't make the wrong decision and that was easy, so it was dumb. It was just the wrong decision, and I don't know that I would have made a different one right you now. Um but I do, I do think it's like a good moment for Drogon to come back, um, and it's been a while since we've seen him. He's big now; he's, he's fucking huge, huge. yeah, gigantic. Um, and I like the scene where he flies off, kind of over Marine. Like it's, it's a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really get the picture of like how big he's gotten. Um, so I mean, we've got three pretty, pretty big dragons uh, around right now. Two of them are chained up, but. Um, they're we not saw tiny. Them last week. They're also they're big, big, yeah. Because because we got you know when they were talking about the dragons in Kings, you know King's Landing, like they were talking about they're as small as cats, right? Like the, at the end, at the end, yeah. And so I'm glad that these are not that. Do we? I know we don't. <coughs> Do we definitively know the gender of these dragons? Uh, no. Okay, we do not. Because uh, one of the things I'm going to throw on the wall here, uh, Drogon's a girl, and she was laying eggs. Baby dragons. Mm. More, more babies? More babies. Who's the dad? One of the other two. Maybe dragons make their own babies. Maybe they don't need to be inseminated. Yeah, but it'd be cooler if they were. If they have corkscrew penises. <laughs> I'm now picturing someone trying to like AVF or IVF a uh, a dragon. A dragon. <laughs> that would be so like funny. A turkey baster. How just... many people do you think would die in that process? A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. How many people does it take to fertilize a dragon? Just one, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Um, all right, and that is so he flies off over the well, or she flies off they... over the uh, the city of Marine. Um, it is a cool shot. Yeah. yeah, and that is the end of the episode. Anything that you want to throw out for next week? No. We have Arya's entered the house of black yeah. and white. That's going to be cool. Hopefully, Jurgon's back. Um, Maybe. John is the now Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Yep. So probably not going to go with Stannis. Uh, Brienne and Potter on the run. Littlefinger still has Aunt, uh, Sansa. Um, apparently the marriage proposal has been accepted. His marriage proposal has been accepted. That's great. So we don't know who he's marrying. He jumped right on it. Yep. Um, Cersei's running wild. Kevin's got to get what's coming to him at some point, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I guess it depends on if he can get out of King's Landing in time to not get got. Oh, and uh, Gendry's still rowing. By the way, right, and, and George is still, still riding. George is still riding. Yeah, 
Gendry maybe, and Jorah are like, maybe they'll pass each other. Hey. Hey, guy. <laughs> hey, I need I a boat. I was two seasons ago. How long were you? You want to trade? You yeah, can row. I need I'll... to get back over to Westeros. Do you need to ride around over here some? Oh, Tyrion and Varys as well. Yep. Yeah, they're riding in their APC. They're going. He said, uh, so Varys said they were on their on the road to Volantis, um, which that's also where Talissa said she was it from. It is Talissa's homeland. Yep. And we have not been to Volantis yet. We have not. Okay. No, no but hopefully they there's more Talissas there. It's just a land of Talissas. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed. Woo! Um, um, yeah. Anything from you, kind lady? Like how you guys just said. We uh, did at the, the same, same exact tone at the same exact time. Um, I don't think so. Did you say young lady? That's weird. I don't what know. What you prefer? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> Old librarian? I don't, I don't have any guesses. I don't think I said young lady. Next week. You did I say said lady. lady. I think oh, you said okay. young lady. I said young? I think so. I don't know if, if I heard young. If only this were recorded. <laughs> if only we could rewind. Well, I can't really rewind it, but I, I can listen back when I edit. But everyone else can. Um, I don't have anything to add because... I don't want to give anything away. Well, thanks. Yep. Well, I've seen the whole next episode within the last 24 hours. You so want to give us Do you something? want me to tell you what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just the whole thing. Um, everybody dies. Nice. <laughs> Tywin's back. We Ooh. get a whole new cast next episode. Excellent. It's awesome. Um, but they all change characters. So like Cersei is now Jamie for some weird reason. Yeah. And but it's just go with it. It's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Jamie and Bronn. True. Forgot about that one. TRU. There's so many storylines, all different places. Ilaria talking shit to Prince Doran, all yeah. kinds of stuff. And I didn't necessarily, and maybe I'm wrong, I didn't necessarily feel like anything was led to anything. Like, I don't have anything to guess about. It's just like, oh, they're going to okay. go on this trip, or, oh, Ari's going to get trained. Okay. All right. Anything um, from you? No, I mean, kind, I'd sir? like I think to... I called you kind, lady. Okay. That's probably better. Maybe. Um, is it better or is it worse? Are you kind? What do you want me to call you? Um, Lydia. Yeah, just Lydia's fine. Her Christian That's not name. fun. Her Christian name. I can't call you anything but Lydia. Unless you want to come up with a nickname that doesn't involve lady. Bitch. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. You got it. Nailed it. You nailed one. it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I do. I, just, I want to say thank you to our patrons. Thanks yes. for supporting us. Thank uh, you. Yep. Like we got to figure out the shirt thing. Don't yep. hiss at them. ASAP. Shirts are possible. on the way. Um, I guess we should talk about that. Like they're in the mail. But, no, but they will be soon. I don't know. The mail runs really slow. That's true. I, that's another piece joy. of Seinfeld that I find hilarious is how much they shit talk the mail. <laughs> well, it's because of Newman. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, Hello, Newman. sorry. Thank you to our patrons. If you'd like to join that elite club, uh, patreon.com slash dragons dreadforts. You can also follow us on Instagram. The same. Thanks. See you later. Whoa! I got nothing. Ah! <laughs> uh...